Hey, what's up, everybody? How we doing? This is episode 243 of Living Off the Land. I'm Dan, here with Steven. And special guest, former, I guess, yeah, guest, former co-host of the show, Jordan Gonzalez is here. Jordan. What's up? Hey. I'm back. Episode 243. We are coming at you from the not-sponsored LOTL studios, and... uh yeah, it's Wednesday night. It's Wednesday, my dudes. Has anyone seen that? I'm not going to finish that if you it's, haven't seen that meme. It's Wednesday night. And you know what that Thank means. Thank you. Oh, I don't know what this <laughs> took is. took a second. <laughs> I want to see where he was going with that, actually. I like, think I, I do know it's Wednesday, my dudes. I, I'm not going to do the horrendous noise that <laughs> goes after do. that. Please do my, it. <laughs> well, I don't remember what it was. He goes, Ah! Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna do that though, unless uh, y'all knew what that was. I'd look like an yeah, that, idiot. That's one of those old school vines, right? Isn't I it? think it was a vine. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I always think of. Uh, it was back when they. I always was think funny. of. Uh, Hi, welcome to Chili's. <laughs> <laughs> so, so many good ones. Man. Oh man, God, I miss uh, Vine. Yeah, but like vine. TikTok's six second TikTok videos could have been. The the uh, very cool version of Vine, and then yeah. it got all serious, and now it's just people yelling at you about yeah. You. It's it's kind of like how Twitter was to Facebook back when yeah you could, back yeah, when you can yeah. only do 140 characters right, on Twitter. Right. It's like okay, quick thoughts. Yep. Like Vine was six seconds oh, to like YouTube, like however yep. long you wanted to do it, whatever. Yep. yep. Um, TikTok was better in the beginning when people didn't know the difference between it and Tic Tac the Mint. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I was gonna say before they made long form TikTok. True. Like, it was a little better, and it was more funny. Like it, it, I thought, in a lot of ways, I was like, I don't know if I even miss Vine. Like this is pretty yeah. funny. Yeah, but and, and also yeah. before we knew that uh, uh, China t- was t- China was using TikTok <laughs> to gather information on us. But yeah, other than that. <clears throat> oh, I haven't even tried this beer. Ooh, technology companies not spying. No, I know who to find. Oh yeah, that's uh, mm. peanut buttery, chocolatey. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> And ladies and gentlemen, peanut butter and chocolate you wouldn't normally think of in a beer, but this is the beer of the week this week. It is from our great friends at Saucy Brewer. Shout out to the people at Saucy. This is their peanut butter vanilla coffee stout called What's His Nuts. Hey. Mm. This could be. Uh, never mind. <clears throat> but anyway, uh, this. What is it, Dan? Read it. Read what What's His Nuts is. It's, uh, it's an ale. Bru- an ale? I thought it was a stout. Yeah, that's a little odd. Ale brewed with milk sugar, coffee, vanilla beans, and natural added flavors. Okay, I was going to say, I do taste a vanilla hint. I thought oh, yeah. I was imagining that, but no, that oh, makes yeah. sense. And usually, I pull up uh, uh, the uh, <laughs> filibuster for me. Beer, beer Advocate? Yeah. <laughs> or uh, uh, what's the other one? Beer Advocate uh, and... Untapped. Untapped, yeah, yeah. Um, here we go. Let's Pretty... see. Let's go... Let's go beer advocate. How about that? Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. Or maybe not. Hold on. <coughs> Very professional on this podcast. What's his nuts is actually being promoted actively within the last hour on Saucy Brew Works' Twitter feed. Oh, what yeah. Are they, I think what they, they just. They saying? I think the they just came out with it. The smooth dessert stout is our next collaboration with at Heinen's. Shout out Heinen's. With Heinen's? This yes. is a collab with Heinen's. No, Wait, it's what? not. They just they they sell it at Heinen's. Oh, oh, oh. 
I, that's not where I got it. Well, hey, <laughs> shout out Heinen's. Uh, super smooth and rich, jet black and bursting with flavors of vanilla, peanut butter, and Saucy's House Roast Honduran <clears throat> Coffee. That is interesting that Saucy has, has kind of also become a, a coffee. coffee house. Yeah. yeah. Not the. I've never tried it. Here, not the though. place at yeah. Not the place at uh, in Ohio City. I know. You can get their coffee at uh, I, where's um, where's that place we went with uh, Be- Eric Beach, Helwig? Beachwood or something? No, not Beachwood. Uh, it's like one of those fancy of. people outdoor malls. Yeah, on the uh, east side, Pinecrest. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Pinecrest. I believe. Yeah. Are you sure you can't get a cup of coffee of theirs from the Ohio City one? Maybe we you can. I don't know. Do you, weirdly enough, I feel like the Detroit spot is they really push the coffee, if I remember, because uh, uh, my one buddy Josh yes. lived, yeah, yeah. lived like right around the corner from it, and uh, that was like a big thing. They were, yeah. I think, if unless I'm insane, I'm pretty sure they had like a whole coffee shop <coughs> part. Do you need it. to go to Saucy again? We do. We haven't been. It's in a, a while. great place to watch a game. Saucy to watch maybe some football. Ow. Maybe a little wild. Oh, it's not wild card. Divisional card. I'm so dumb. Divisional, <laughs> Divisional yeah. yeah. <laughs> we just had Super Wild Card Weekend, which we will get which, to. Uh, can we – we should have – did anyone know this real quick? Tony Romo said, it's Super Wild Card Weekend, like a thousand times. We're like, yeah, Tony, a, why do you keep saying because that? Because that's what the NFL wants <laughs> them to do. Like, it's it's hey, a marketing thing. Make sure that you say the word super a yeah. lot. <laughs> You're right. Ever since they uh, – what was it? When did they <laughs> add the seventh uh, playoff team? 2020, I believe. Yeah, so it's been super wild card weekend ever since they added that extra playoff team. Because wild card weekend used to be just four games, now it's yeah, six. Yeah, okay. Yeah. They took away a bye week and they added an extra team, which which made wild super wild card weekend six games instead of four. And then divisional round this weekend will be four games. No, wait, yeah, four yes. games. Yeah, and then the conference championship week off, and then the Super Bowl. So nice. Uh, but getting back to our beer, uh, what do you think, Jordan? Oh, I love this. I mean, I, I'm not. Sure, you've I don't. Had it before, haven't you? I think. Yeah, had it I've had it. I've had it before, and I've always been a fan mm. of a good chocolate peanut butter stout, chocolate oh, yeah. stout. You know, any of those like this is stout dessert-y. season, man. It's like kind of almost like a dessert. Yes. Um, it really does taste like almost like a Reese's peanut butter cup. Yeah. In a way. Um, right. With that little hint of you can you can little hint of coffee. In yeah. There. Yeah. Well, and vanilla bean. Vanilla. Yeah. Like it, the finish. You get that yes. vanilla finish. Um, the mouth. I, it, it, they describe it as smooth and rich, and that is exactly. How are the tannins? The tannins. Remember that? That's a throwback. Do, that is a throwback. Uh, it is very <laughs> smooth and it's very rich. Like it's. it's oh, yeah. I would love to have poured this in a little. What do they call it? A snifter Ooh, or whatever. Yeah. Like what sniffer is or sniffer, sniffer. Yeah. Whatever. That, isn't yeah, that yeah. what you're supposed to pour this? I think this so. In, I Something. Think? <laughs> sure. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but no, I love this a lot. I um, seven and a half percent. I didn't realize how high. Seven and a half percent. Wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, it is. It packs a punch. It is very tasty. I I I really like this. Yeah. It gets a four point one. Uh, out of five on Untapped and a ninety-one percent on Beer Advocate. Wow, so very highly rated the, beer for national for national ratings. That's really good. Yeah, actually. it is the number thirty-third ranked American stout that they I, again. That's that they, oddly uh, pretty good for yeah, what it is. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Um, and if you're listening, Jimmy, uh, apologize for bringing the peanut butter. Oh yeah, onto the podcast. Although. You, didn't we figure out that he actually could drink it though, or something? Something. It's something the yeah. proteins were, yeah, something. Something. some science. I don't know stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, we should definitely risk it. I think yeah. next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Let's let's just get him a jar of peanut butter. Just a jar. Jar Jeff. So, Pro- prove it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> As he's hyperventilating on the ground. 
it's like the <laughs> it's like the witchcraft trials that you like, yeah <laughs> they die that's eh, so messed up but yeah i think you know what i mean <laughs> they'd be like if you die then then you were being honest <laughs> what <laughs> oh, oh gosh uh okay um what do you <clears throat> give us a rating i'm gonna rate this pretty high i'm not gonna rate it as high as, like this is not my preferred beer it's a, such a different like this compared to just like a an a, a, a lager is just it's oh, like yeah. how are they even considered in the same yeah. category but i mean the similarities end in the fact that they're both called beer and, and the fact that they're both liquid yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly um, i would give this a 7.8 okay i i think it could go higher I'm just not like this is not like my beer of choice. So sure. I, you know how you, everybody has that personal thing that knocks or, or pushes up a rating. Right. That's kind of mine. I do like stouts and all that. It just it's rare that I want to drink them. Seven point eight. That's yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. That's a pretty good score. Um, I I will say this is the time for stouts. Um, this well today is kind of a time for stouts tomorrow it's not because it's going to be dang near 60 degrees outside tomorrow Ooh. um it's still going to be super wet out but whatever so it's not like i can go out and play golf but um although you could wear some galoshes but um yeah i really like this i'm actually gonna go higher i'm going in the eights on this Ooh. i'm going 8.2 for nice. this beer i love this beer every time i see that it's out uh i flock yes flock like a seagull to go get it it's good flock of seagulls anyone a band right hey 80s i think so. yep. and I run, <laughs> that's right i run so far of uh GT, of gta uh, grand theft auto fame what uh what i a always sh- think of grand theft auto oh, when i hear yeah, that song yeah what a strange <clears throat> name does anyone know why they're called that i don't know was it just random maybe they're like you and they love birds yeah they're just like big bird guy yeah it could be <laughs> <laughs> anyway, 8.2 for me. Uh, that is the beer of the week. Saucy <clears throat> Brew Works, What's His Nuts, Peanut Butter Vanilla Coffee Stout. Let's go. And let's go to Better Know a Neighborhood. And this actually, so back in this fall, something amazing happened when I was driving my lift car one night. Oh, Sure really enough, tip. this guy right to my right, Jordan and his girlfriend, Teresa, Ended up in my car. I do remember this. I do remember ah, this. Ah, yes. Yeah, it was super random. It was like interesting. It was literally. It was quite literally like. Did he you, tip well? I, yes. I, I hope I did. <laughs> Honestly, I don't remember. I just remember you were let, like. Let, yeah. You turned around. You're like Jordan. Yeah. Ah. I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So on like the app, like when you when you uh, schedule a ride, like do, do you like get his name? It was Teresa's it was name, I believe. Oh, okay. yeah. And I think we. <clears throat> We just, I'm just going to be honest. I don't, I'm, I, I don't look at my, whenever I pick a ride, I'm like, oh, I wonder if it's Steve, Steve oh, Stefano. Oh, yeah, of course. But like, we could have known ahead of time. I yeah. just, we just didn't look. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and late at night, if you're getting an Uber, chances are, you know, there's reasons why you're getting an Uber. So, yeah, we were drinking. You're probably no, not, yeah, you're probably not, yeah. not paying attention. Yeah, no, I mean, that's why yeah, we did it. We were right, being safe. Right. We weren't going to, you know, right, exactly. get an accident or anything. So, I wanted to bring this up because this <clears throat> incident occurred in one of the, Fun capitals of Cuyahoga County. Uh, no matter okay, if we're talking about it, it's midwinter right now, and there's Fun not a lot to really do outside or anything. But this this place is hopping all 12 months out of the year. I am talking about the city of Lakewood. 
Oh, Ooh. yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yes. That's so a little, little known spot in uh, Cleveland. Uh, uh, just you know. a little bit. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> so Lakewood is one of the inner suburbs of Cleveland on the west side. It <coughs> is right along Lake Erie, Lake Erie forming its northern boundary. The, the Rocky River forming its west boundary uh, as you go over toward Rocky River. In the south, it's bordered by I-90, and in the east by West 117th Street uh, on yep. the border with Cleveland. And, you know, the first thing we talk about a lot with this is commercial corridors and then the real estate. Well, the, there are many commercial corridors in Lakewood. There's not just yeah. one or even two here. You've got a whole bunch of businesses along Madison Avenue. You have another corridor along Detroit. Mm -hmm. And then over on the west side, there's also another area um, toward the Rocky River and uh, toward the entrance with, yeah. with Rocky River. And we'll kind of hit on all of these, but uh, don't 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 forget uh, Birdtown too, which I know that's an extension of Madison, but that's well, that, and that's where yeah. I was going to start actually down yeah. in Birdtown because uh, that's the southeastern portion of the city, pretty much yeah. along Madison, uh, one uh, of the older parts of the city. Uh, has a whole lot of bars and, and mm -hmm. restaurants and places to go a to. Lot of dive East bars, End Bar uh, Bistro yeah. and Pub, LBM is mm -hmm. there. Mahal's Retro Bowling Lane is there. Mandra. Or Manja, I'm not sure. Manja, yeah, it's, I've never there. been there, but it's like a tiny um, little game bar, like uh, like for video games and stuff like Iggy's that. Iggy's bar is there. Uh, you just dive. go a little you know, that's further where down. The Liverpool and American Outlaw fans now meet at. Is, is Iggy's, Iggy's. oh th really? The, I don't know what happened, but I, I don't. I'm not gonna speculate. I don't know, but something happened. They're not at uh, Mary Arts anymore. For yeah, the Outlaws. Because I I can remember going to Mary Arts for U.S. Yeah. games in the yeah. past. I mean, they still push soccer big at Mary Arts, I noticed, but they made a big deal to mention it's Iggy's now. So I don't know what happened. Hmm. But, yeah. Is, is that still the Arsenal? It though? is, unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we're not going to talk much about that Ugh. on this podcast, are we? I yeah, would rather not. Uh, yeah. Um, and one of my three top favorite pizza places in the whole city is right along this corridor, Ooh. Angelo's Pizza. Oh, yeah, Angelo's. Love yeah. Angelo's, and they're just crunchy Amazing crust and all. It's of good American pizza have in there. Yeah. Solid. It's good on Mondays when it's half off. Half off. Harlow's. <laughs> now that's a spot. Harlow's is just a little ways down the street from there. Uh, Neapolitan. Right at the corner of Lincoln and Madison. Going even further over, that's your hit. Sarita A is down there. Mars Bar and Cafe is over there. Yeah. Sarita is kind of like a fancy spot. It's it, uh, somewhat. I have never been there. But, yeah, it's, uh, it's it's not. I wouldn't say it's like fancy, but it's definitely more upper upper scale or up whatever you, whatever the term is. Like, you know, you'll pay. Yeah, like, it's not like most of the other places. On right, the as, are, as yeah. Steve would say, it's very bougie. Bougie. <laughs> <laughs> I would uh, like to point out at this point again. In recent weeks, we we've, we've kind of gone all around the map, but we've been mostly hitting the uppity suburbs around Cleveland. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, See, what's, an, what's another word for uppity? Bougie. Oh. Bougie. You know, with three hundred fifty, four hundred thousand dollar average yeah, home price yeah, and everything. Lakewood is not that expensive, but it average home price is about two hundred seventy five thousand. But that's a little bit misleading because, because of the, taxes. the well. <laughs> property taxes are pretty high, yep. but the thing is, is that a lot of the properties in Lakewood have been around for 80, 90, 100 years or possibly even more, yep. and you basically in need some to cases, <laughs> you're, you're right. You, you, you go in expecting that it's going to be a little bit of a fixer-upper, perhaps, uh, but you're paying for location more than anything yep. else. Oh, right, yeah. right next to Lake yeah. Erie, right down the street from bars, restaurants, all sorts of places you want to be. Uh, Lakewood has a fascinating, if you don't mind, real quick, it has a fascinating history too. Because 
a lot of these you know neighborhoods in Cleveland, um, and I know this is a city, but it's essentially an, an extension of Cleveland. If, it is. if you know what, if you've been to Lakewood, uh, Lakewood's always maintained itself and it has been a very very nice community, and a, a lot of that is in part to a lot of families, you know staying there and and living in like an urban environment versus a suburban environment because it really is more of an urban feel at least the way the the streets and the the buildings are and like the houses and then i know the gay community like probably 70s 80s 90s as well that was they were kind of known as like a gayborhood or whatever and i know they've also they also helped maintain the 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 city so you have like two different factors there that kept lakewood always kind of a nice a nice uh it is technically a suburb but you know because like i said compared to like ohio city tremont gordon square these areas in the last 10 years 15 years have become nicer areas lakewood's kind of always been a nice area from what i understand you know lakewood as far back as i can remember has always been a major enclave of the lgbt community yeah and they still are in cleveland yeah, and it's still the number one area i mean you you look at other neighborhoods particularly on the near west and south side of town yeah. um also in that but you know no lakewood's lakewood was the known i feel like that. lakewood's nationally known to be like an lgbtq friendly neighborhood or city or whatever you want to call it but, yeah, yeah to a certain degree that is definitely true um as, again, we, we're working our way to the to the west along Madison. As you kind of come up along the Rocky River, you have a pretty nice area of, of parkland on both sides of the river. As you go down through the Lakewood-Rocky River border, this is kind of like the top, the very um, top of the west end of the Emerald Necklace kind of ends around Detroit Road just before the lake. And that's the Bouget part of Lakewood. <laughs> that's where. That's where. You, yeah, because like you got these houses overlooking the oh, cliff practically, and you talk about best views. Some of the best views in all of the Cleveland oh, yeah. metro area are just right there along Rocky River Drive. Even and, off and Clifton, the well, Lake, it would technically be Lake. There are some gorgeous views. Like, oh, yeah. oh wow! Yeah. Like your backyard is just the skyline. Yep. <laughs> and right up on that plateau. Uh, when you come across from Rocky River is another major commercial corridor where you've got some places like Dewey's Pizza, uh, Georgetown Vosh, Mm -hmm. Rise Medical Marijuana Dispensary. Hey, now. Around the corner, Saloon and Cafe. Famous. That's that's been around since 74. The apex of that neighborhood, practically. I can't tell you how many times I've gone there to pick people up. It seems like oh, it's yeah. a once it's every hopping. shift at least deal almost sometimes. The thing about that bar is interesting because throughout the week, it's a pretty typical you know, local bar. Um, weekends come around and it just transforms into – it's essentially a mini nightclub and on the weekends. That's why a lot of people hate it because it's you know it's it's got the clubby vibes. It's you know yeah. messy. There's it's wall to wall. But they're known for they introduced apparently they're one of the first bars, if not the first bar, to bring chicken wings to the city because they are the native. The owners are from Buffalo. Ooh. Oh, yeah. interesting. Also, why they're oh, a that Buffalo. That's why they're a Buffalo Bills backers bar as well because Man. of that. Oh, and, it's gonna be packed this weekend. Oh yeah, and uh, one of their, you know, as you know, Dan, they're famous for the Christmas bar that they set up where yep. they just over the top Christmas lights and tinsel, yep. and then the karaoke is all Christmas songs. Do they still do the? Um, uh, what 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 type? Ooh, uh, Snail hermit, racing, crab, hermit crab racing? Yeah, they still do. Yeah, okay. yeah. I never really got into that, but they do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, they have a cool patio too in the summer. Mm-hmm. I mean, they heat it, but I would say right. the summer is when you want to go. But. Right, right. As you come back the other way, mm-hmm. move, moving eastbound down 
Detroit, you kind of hit a bit of a music artsy district. Mercury Music Lounge is there. Beck Center for the Arts is there. Oh, yeah. Um, some of the eateries even kind of expressed that. Like places like Cleveland Vegan is in this area. Yeah, that's kind of where Game On is. Um, kind of like middle. GV Art. Yeah, middle. It is on Detroit, right? Yeah. yeah. Detroit. Um, yeah. Your favorite barbecue. Oh, Proper Pig. Yeah. yeah. Great, great Texas-style barbecue. Uh, Booth's is a good dive. Um yeah, there's a whole bunch. Oh, Sauce Taproom as you go into downtown Lakewood yep. is a great craft beer bar. One of the best I've ever seen, actually. Obviously, the the newer Lakewood Truck Park is over there. Oh, yeah. I totally forgot about that. Um, what else we got? Yeah. Anybody who spends any significant time out on the west side knows pretty yeah, much all you, Everything we're saying, most people probably yeah. know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you just you just can't miss it, pretty much. Uh, Melt yeah. Bar and Grill, I have to mention, because that's oh, the original yeah. location. They were wow. they got real famous a little while back. They're not so yeah. big anymore, but right. yeah, because they were on a show, right, or something. I believe so. Yeah, was it Did diners, Guy Fieri uh, go yeah, there? Diners, drivers, and yeah. dives. I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You I, I haven't been there in forever. What I just, you? I mean, uh, you know, I, it's it's not every day that I just want to eat a pound of cheese. melted cheese. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's heavy. And as you move up to the far north end of town, like you get up toward Clifton and then just above on the lake and Edgewater, mm-hmm. this is a very, very heavily, densely populated portion of town. They actually call the northeast side of town is actually referred to as the Gold Coast. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is where you have a whole bunch of high rises uh, and a, some other really bougie businesses like Pier W is there yeah. and uh, Summer House, Summer House is Summer there House. too. Um, so. And then this on, whole- on Clifton, isn't, isn't the, the diner? On Clifton, Clifton isn't that, Diner, isn't that yeah. technically Lakewood? Yeah, that's still Lakewood. If yeah. it's one seventeenth and West, it's right. all Lakewood. Right, right. That's so yeah, right you got those spots because yeah. uh, that's right by where my brother's rental is on Couton. Mm-hmm. On Couton. Couton. Yeah. The uh, the Gold Coast was probably that was built in like the eighties, right? The, a lot of that, I think, eighties, nineties. You know, probably more than I do on that. My aunt but. used to live in the Gold Coast, and it's a pretty well known neighborhood in in the city. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. It's it's a fun. It, I mean, you know, you're going to overpay for, for an apartment, but <laughs> it's not as bad as, like, some of the other neighborhoods in, in town, I guess. I mean, hey, if you're going to have an apartment. Might as well have it. Having a, like a, that, a penthouse yeah. overlooking Lake Erie and having a view all the way to downtown yeah, is not a bad way to go. Oh, absolutely. It. Especially in the summer. It's so beautiful. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, that's funny. So more or less, that's Lakewood. Lakewood's awesome. Really, like, the only thing that's not awesome about Lakewood is its lakeshore. If it, if it had a beach, that would just supercharge yeah. everything. Even it has more. a Lakewood I mean, Park, which it doesn't have a beach, but it's a beautiful yeah. park. Lakewood but Park you're is right, fun because there's a... the Solstice Steps over there. Yeah, um, and then I mean Edge, Edgewater's right ne- right next to it, so it's just a drive down the road. In general, and I've mentioned this before when I've done some of the lakefront communities, there's not a lot of beaches on on the Lake Erie coast. It's kind of unfortunate, but yeah, you it, know, it is not it is. not not trying to. This is not a. I'm not here to make fun of the city, but there's only so much you can do in this type of, you know, terrain and environment. It's amazing. Well, especially on water, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Edgewater is what it even is, and yeah. I'm not a big fan of Edgewater, but it's something. Uh, the the park in Avon's actually pretty nice. Um, I can't remember. You know which beach I'm, beach I'm talking about? Mm. Not Avon. There's another little beach in Avon, or maybe Avon. Avon Lake. I, it's Avon Lake. It has to be. Eh. Well, duh. Cause <laughs> but, um, yeah, anyways, what I'm trying to say is, yeah, it's it, there's not any beaches. No, <laughs> not really. I think there's a private beach on the border of Rocky River in Lakewood, in that corner. 
But that's that would a, it's sort a of make sense because yeah. that's where the Rocky River empties into Lake Erie. Yeah. It, so, I mean, I don't know. I, it's private. That means you're probably talking about the most bougie of bougie only have access to that. Oh, so, literally, yeah. It's, you know, it's bougie, bougie. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that is Lakewood, and we are going to wham that with the right, right hand. Which Jordan's not going to understand that reference, but is that a WWE? No, reference? that's a that's a Joe Tate Cavs radio announcer. In you. Oh. He's not from here. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. Well, he's never listened to a Cavs game in the world. Well, uh, Joe Tate's been era. gone for a while. If I'm watching that, I'm feeling if I'm watching now. a Cavs game, it's probably just going to be a national yeah. TV or whatever. So anyway, uh, well, speaking of the Cavs, let's just get right into it. Let's talk about the week that was with the Cavs. A week of ups and downs. Uh, they were on a big road trip uh, the past week or so, and they ended that road trip with kind of a limp showing in Minnesota, which. It was the end of a five-game road trip. They were obviously exhausted, but they had a 16-point lead in the third quarter and ended up losing uh, by, like, 10 in that game. Uh-oh. Yeah, you know, so that was rough. You know, I'm not sure I can blame fatigue for that. They only played one of the three previous days. I know they were traveling, but, like, that just – Minnesota had our number this year for some reason. They beat us here, too, which just doesn't make a lot of sense when you think about it. Sometimes you get it's, those weird matchups. Well, good so. thing we won't have to face them in the finals because they're not going to get there. <laughs> <laughs> right. The other two games this week went better for the Cavs. They played in Portland last Thursday night. They beat the Trailblazers 119-113. If I rem- recall, that was a late comeback, actually. It was, and Cavaliers. I and I want to I want to parlay on that uh, game with about a minute and a half left. Oh, hmm. cashed. I was up to like twelve thirty at night, just in my living room, just yelling. <laughs> I need a Donovan. I need I needed Donovan Mitchell to score two more points. And I'm like, give it to Donovan. <laughs> and they ended up making the last bucket of the game that won us the game, and, no it, and it cashed my parlay. Oh, that's a perfect yeah. ending to that. And I've got one going tonight. So the Cavs are actually playing right now, and uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, they're up against the Grizzlies tonight, and interestingly enough, as I was going into the Metro Health main campus earlier today, shout out Metro Health. Um, I was listening to Q104, and one of the questions on Battle of the Burbs segment this morning was, name the city where the Cavaliers are playing the Grizzlies tonight. And only one of the three people on the line actually knew that the Grizzlies play in Memphis. Really? Seriously? Yeah. What did they think they did? Vancouver? I'm, I'm kind of surprised well, by I that. Well, I will like, say uh, a team in Memphis having the nickname Grizzlies is incredibly weird. It doesn't make sense. Do you know why? Yeah, you know I, why. Yes, I know I why. know you know why. <laughs> but anyhow, the Cavaliers went 2-1 last week. They also beat the Pelicans in an afternoon matinee game on on Monday. Martin Luther King Day, yeah. So 2-1 this week, 28-17 and 17 overall. On unfortunately, unfortunately, that game saw uh, Donovan Mitchell strain his groin, so he is not playing tonight. And my guess is he's probably going to be out a few games at least. It's not a so, fun injury to have. No. No. You just pulled your wiener, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> it's pretty bunched up. Ah. <laughs> See, just like <laughs> pregnant pause, and then I'm, all right, uh, I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead. It's pretty bunched up between second and fifth in the Eastern Conference. Oh, right yeah. Now. The Bucks, 76ers, Nets, and Cavaliers are all within a game of each other mm-hmm. from second to fifth. The Celtics have a bit of a gap uh, from those other teams. They're at 33 and 12 and are quite a ways up in the first place, four games ahead of second place Milwaukee. Behind the Cavs, there's another nice little gap. 
uh, to the Knicks at 25 and 20, the Heat at 24 and 21, and Indianapolis at 23 and 22, uh, holding down the eighth spot right now. Uh, one thing I do want to point out is that if it seems like the Cavs are just treading water right now, they are. But compare that with the Western Conference. There's only two teams that are better than the Cavs right now. Denver, who the Cavs just recently played on this West Coast swing and lost that game, and the team they're playing tonight, Memphis. Memphis, yeah, 30, and, 30 13. and 13. They're so, one of the few teams that actually have a better home record I think, I than the Cavs. I didn't realize Memphis was that good. Wow. Oh, yeah, Memphis is – they're, they're, a wa- they're a wagon. They're, they're a wagon. Memphis right has won at least their last 10 games. I say that because wow. they are 10-0 and 0 in their last 10. Denver is 9-1 and 1 in their last 10. Denver, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, Jokic, Jokic could legitimately win Another the MVP one, right? for the third straight year. Which is wild. How <laughs> insane is that? To, uh, <clears throat> by comparison, Kobe Bryant won the MVP once. Yeah. Yeah. Shaq won the MVP once. Yeah. That's a how in the f, right? Kind of a situation. Listen, like, that's what? that's nothing. Like I'm not, I'm not knocking Jokic. He's a fantastic player, but like, you know, I mean, maybe just we all know. I, we, I mean, we all know the MVP is completely narrative based. The, the MVP gets very. I mean, yeah. I mean, LeBron has four. <clears throat> he should have like nine. You know. Yeah. But <clears throat> yeah, I mean, so so for that point alone, yeah. I think if anybody is close to Jokic. They'll probably get it over him. Yeah, no, we've seen I don't this think, before. Yeah, I don't we've think the league will want to give it to him three straight Especially years. Especially because it was questionable that he even won that award last year, anyway. You know, so unless well, if this, he's like see, the clear cut this, this favorite this to, time, he's not going to win. See, this goes time. back to my always my issue with MVP is the same thing every year. There's no consistency with how it's interpreted, in my opinion. Sure. When you say most valuable player, mm-hmm. you're not saying necessarily the player that is on the best team and has success and they're the best player on that team. Yeah. It's the player that if you remove them from a team, they would be garbage. And, and I get it. Like there are some weird things that happen when you have a quote unquote better player that has other good players around him. And, you know, but I, you, do you, do you, you understand what I'm no, trying to I say, No, I get what right? you're saying. Because I feel like there's some confusion between that, or people will be like, this guy, a, 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 a player might have an incredible season and be the most important person on the team, but the team is average. So I think sometimes it gets yeah. overshadowed. But Right. So in other words, like Harry Kane. Yeah, it's, it, that could be a situation. <laughs> wow. Sure. Holy crap. Know. Steve is just st- – I mean, it could wow. it, it could be that where yeah he's he's a great individual player doesn't necessarily have the 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 talent around him. Wow, but. Steve is you know. I mean, I don't I don't listen, think there's listen, anything I don't think there's anything listen, insulting about. No, it. I know, I but think the, that proves listen, everything. The that, one year where his soccer team is actually good, he's now throwing barbs all, all over the place. Yeah, I mean, it's not often that Newcastle are above Tottenham in the table. So you know, I'm just I don't I'm think it, I think it. it's happened like two times. Like, <laughs> well, back in the day, it did a lot. Newcastle, ninety, was, yeah, Newcastle 90s, was a huge 90s, club yeah. back in the day. <clears throat> but uh, but yeah, so uh, if anybody didn't get that reference, it's okay. Yeah, no worries. So, but uh, um, I am interested to hear your opinion since you're you live in Cleveland, but. Mm-hmm. You are unapologetically a Houston fan. Yes. 
So being somebody who lives in Cleveland but doesn't root for the Cavs, what is your view oh, uh, on the Cavs? I don't, I don't. I root for the Cavs for the East. Well, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. I just want to clarify that. Right. <laughs> I think like, some people like think you, like I hate the Cavs. No, like but but yeah. but like what you said. What like, do I think about like them you, in the you're East? You're not going out of your way to like no pay attention and follow no, the Cavs. I, I'll watch them a decent amount. But so you're asking just what I think and where they stand in the East. Just what do you think of the Cavs this year in general? Um. Not like, oh, this is where I think they can go. Like, right. I think, so far, I through think, 45 games. I'll say this. They have – they. I'll just reiterate what I've been saying for probably the last year and a half. They have the core that they need. Like, that's your core. Um, The addition of Donovan Mitchell was obviously incredible. Probably one of the best trades that's happened in a long time. He seems to fit right in. I think sometimes it pulls a little bit away from what Garland can do. I don't think mm-hmm. that's a bad thing, though, because – ultimately he needed support and you don't need Garland to be putting up the most points every night necessarily you need him to do other things when you got a guy like Mitchell who can just right. be the core the, the the go-to score um and I think also like it, it's only been half a season so they're still correct. learning how to play with each other yeah I, I think they play pretty well overall and I think that they can beat most teams on any given night like yeah. I think that's without a doubt yeah um I think they I don't know if they're contenders yet but i i'll say they're fringe contenders you know like let's put it this way it wouldn't be a shock if you guys could make the conference finals i don't know what's going to happen after that if that happens but you could absolutely like it wouldn't be whoa this is crazy like no if you know if you know enough about the team and if you know enough about basketball you can watch this Cavs team for one game even and be like oh yeah no this is this is uh, this is an above average team yeah you know they, uh, anything <laughs> short of a couple rounds in the playoffs i think would be a little disappointing but. i think the, I, I think they at least need to get get past the first round because yeah i, I would to say get that's to kind of to get to the to get to the conference final you have to beat mm-hmm. probably a boston or a brooklyn yeah or a uh milwaukee and maybe two of them if you, if you end up in the five yeah, four it, five seed the problem that you got to remember is like <clears throat> people always for some reason seem to sleep on milwaukee and boston yeah i don't know if it's just uh, i hear that a lot because of cleveland fans or just in general i kind of see that nationally yeah. too you got to forget what they the, the I, talent they have is is pretty good. Yeah, obviously. I think the Boston thing is because especially LeBron's second go around in Cleveland, we, we just own Boston in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. So even that one time when they took you out of seven games, like yeah, you you, you pretty decidedly won Game Seven by yeah. the end of it, and yeah. we all knew that was going to happen. I think. But yeah, right. Yeah, but Boston um, has cemented them. I mean, they made Boston's the finals very, last very year, good. and they. Very they good. Then looking, they had that whole drama with their coach, and they got a new coach. And they're weird. still <laughs> that was really weird. they're still <laughs> like firing on all cylinders. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, it's going to be interesting. I think it probably was last year too, but I think this year for sure. I think the East is better than the West this year. Yes. Yes. Um, because I I think in the West, obviously, Golden State is struggling. Uh, I think Phoenix is struggling. Mm-hmm. Phoenix Phoenix more so because of injuries. I know Booker's been out a lot. Um, and you never know when Paul's going to go down. So. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Well, you actually you do usually when it's most important. Yeah, when 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 you need him the most, yes. he'll go down. He Phoenix hurt. is twelfth in the West. Yeah, they've had a lot of one twenty four. I don't think anybody expected that. They've had a lot of injury issues. Yeah, I, you know who actually has blown me away is the Kings. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't. Four and eighteen, I, fourth place. Yeah, and I, shout out their head coach, former Cavs yeah. head coach Mike Brown. I mean, they've 
They've drafted some really good players. Yeah. Uh, although we, uh, as you and me, know Murray ruined our. Oh, parlay. what a jerk! I can't believe, Steve. It. We Steve, had we had an incredible. We parlay. had a four leg. Yeah. Three pointer parlay. Yeah. One night between was it? Um, it was uh, Rockets and Kings. Rockets and Kings. It was Harrison Barnes to make over two and a half threes in the game. Jalen Green to make over two and one and a half. Or I know like five. Yeah. 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 Uh, who's the third one? There was a De'Aaron there, Fox. To I think make it was over Fox. One and a yeah, half. I think it was Fox. And then Keegan Murray to make over two and a half. At a ten dollar bet, that was going to pay one twenty seven fifty. Oh, Keegan dang. Murray. They all hit except Keegan Murray missed it by one three. Yeah, he oh. was one for five, right, or something. Something like one yeah. for five, something one for six. Goofy. Yeah. Jordan, Jordan, and I we were we were out and uh, we were looking at stuff. I, the Cavs weren't playing, so I was like, eh, I probably won't throw anything on. And then yeah. I think you saw it. I found it. I was like on the FanDuel app, and you're like, Dan, look at this. And I looked at it, and I'm like, look at those odds. It was it was it was, it was like plus odds. plus tw- plus twelve oh seven. Yeah, or something. Yeah. So a ten dollar bet would have netted us one hundred twenty and seventy cents. Yep. yep. So I was like, ten bucks, whatever. Right. We're, we're out having fun it, it anyway. Legitimately so. made a lot of sense, and yeah. we were so close. And we were following it the whole time. We we're like, oh my god, look, he's got it. All right, Harrison Barnes, halftime, he needs it. Jalen Green hit it like in the first quarter. Yeah. So we we're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. And then it didn't hit because of Keegan yep. freaking Murray. Just decided to have an off shooting night. What a jerk. <laughs> this is what sports betting does. It oh, yeah, causes no. you to care about people that you uh, I yeah. never cared about or pro- maybe even well, in some cases never even heard of. I'll also of say it kind of it sometimes it, it ruins the joy of the sport too. Like I, It does I, sometimes. Yeah. That's why I I don't really like betting for right. or against my team. Yeah. I say that as a, a I have a parlay on on the Cavs. <laughs> <laughs> but um what I will say, I was over at your house for the San Francisco Seattle uh, playoff game on Saturday. That's right. And uh, I bet uh, there was a boost for the Christian McCaffrey touchdown. Oh, yeah. And then I bet a Debo Samuel parlay. And I, I was like, if I if sports betting wasn't a thing, I would just be watching that game in passing, like yeah. on in the background. Don't really care. Look at the score. Okay, great. Yeah. He can attest to this. I couldn't even sit down. I was like, give the ball it, to McCaffrey. It, it does make it fun. It does make it fun. Yeah, for and then when it hits, yeah. it's just like an insane yeah. sense of you. And again, listen, I don't have a problem. I won't bet more than like ten bucks oh, yeah. on a game. I, like I'm not here betting I, like a hundred and fifty bucks on a on I, an eight leg parlay that I, has like plus right. five thousand odds. Not that this makes me some good person or not. I think I've only bet like twenty of my own dollars. That's like, the other thing. Yeah, we're betting we're betting free, free money that, that we've yeah. won. Yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah, uh, the I have way a that question. played out was absolutely beautiful, by the way, because Christian McCaffrey scoring a TD like that was that was an easy one. I don't know how that scored it in the first quarter. I, I mean, yeah, right. But the Debo Samuel one was was a little more questionable because it was yardage. Yeah, he had touchdown. He actually needed <laughs> rushing yards, passing yards, and touchdown. Yeah, that's wild. So he got the rush actually very early. So yep. that was like the hard one. Yep. And then I know, think I got the receiving <clears throat> yards right after halftime, and then I needed. I was actually driving in the car. When the when the seventy four yard touchdown uh, reception happened, you know you're thinking every time they get you know, the Niners were scoring in bunches in this game, and every time they got down to the red zone, it's like oh get it to Samuel, it, 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 they were going to other guys. You're not thinking it was going to end on a seventy four yarder from you know <laughs> all the way from their own twenty six, yeah. but that's. <laughs> Cash to ching. Right, I know. I, you sent me the text, and Ryan, Do- uh, another former co-host, Ryan Donathan, who also was betting on that game. He uh, had a brutal missed parlay. Did you see where Mixon needed 
40 yards. And oh, trust me. Got him 39 He was yards. texting me yeah. about it. <laughs> we were texting back and forth because actually – Actually, Sunday, Saturday, I hit all my bets. Sunday, I missed them all. Nah. And then, yeah, thanks to. The, oh no, I was talking about uh, Mixon. That was Sunday night. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Monday night, uh, I hit both of my bets. Oh, don't get me started. About and uh, hey, hey, I gave you the winner. I know winners, you did. I know you did. And you decided not to take them. I do you know? No, do you know the one I did? No. Do you know how I missed it? I oh. just needed an Ezekiel Elliott touchdown. Ah, well, that's that strikes two yeah. or three right there. Yeah, but it was a, it was a, it was like a six leg parlay, and that was the only thing that didn't hit. What like, would it have paid? Oh, it was good. It would have been like I think it was like I put a, I put ten down. I think it would have paid like one fifty or oh, something. Oh wow! Like, it was like well, it was like six. Yeah, fifteen hundred. Yeah, yeah. CD Lamb had to have yardage. He also had to have a touchdown. I'm pretty sure he got he both did. of those. Yep. Uh, it had it was dependent on one of the. Um, Tampa Bay players getting some amount of yards, and then Chris it was Godwin, probably. Yeah, and it was Prescott had to get so many yards, and then yep. it was Ezekiel Elliott anytime touchdown. Oh. Like, and it just that was the one thing that just I didn't get. It and meanwhile, so... Dalton Schultz got two oh, touchdowns yeah, in that game. Yeah, and he almost got a third. I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> meanwhile, yeah. if you would have hit a bet with those exact odds that you and dollar amount bet that you just said $150 on it plus Yeah, whatever 5, it was. I, it may have been a little lower than that, but it was something pretty That would good. have paid 74,500. No, he paid no, he paid he paid uh I put 10. He put 10 yeah. bucks down on a bet that would have paid 150. Yeah, something yeah, it was So he it was plus plus 1500. I was going by just the random numbers you threw out earlier. Oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um while we're on this topic and before we dive more into the wild card to bridge NBA and NFL, uh, my uh, my buddy Corb just posted a poll that I think would fit really good right here. What is more difficult to win the NBA Finals or the Super Bowl? Like, what do you think? Gut reaction is more difficult. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Yeah, more difficult. Yeah. Like, are we talking? See, I I need some context here. Are we talking just? Getting through the playoffs, or are we talking about okay? You've gotten to the championship game. No, I what's think, most difficult to win? Uh, ooh, that's it. What should what parameter should we? Because he doesn't I, define that. So I I have this opinion for I, two, I say for two I, reasons. One, because the playoff format in, in the one-off. NFL it's 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 single <laughs> yeah. elimination. It's one off. So you got to be good every game, or it's hasta la vista. Mm-hmm. So it's just like the NCAA double, the NCAA tournament and college basketball in that sense. Yeah, and then this, you know, if it's a seven-game series like it is in the NBA, you can play a bad game or two and just yeah, you know, that's why the better team shake it off. Wins. But and I would, to answer your question, Dan, real quick, I think we should do the entirety of the playoffs to win. I think that would be the fair way to do this, in my opinion. The other side to this, my second reason, is because in the NBA, you can easily have one of the best teams based on two great or maybe even one great player. Mm-hmm. In the NBA, I mean, in the NFL. Okay, if you don't have a quarterback, that makes it much harder. But mm-hmm. for the most part, you got to have a lot of guys that are very good to to be able to win. There's, yeah, yeah. There's 11 guys on the field at one time compared to five. I think I think I agree with Steve. Um, normally, I would I think the NBA playoffs are grueling. So the injury thing, and I know it's also true of the NFL, but it's less games. I like the, the, there's so many NBA teams that by the time you get to the deep playoffs they cu- they crumble because they've lost some key players. Um, 
I would have to probably agree with you on the NFL thing because it's the a single elimination and what you said too. Like you just need so much of the team to be good as opposed to just a couple stars or three stars. Um, and basketball is a sport where the better team usually wins in a seven game series, uh, just by the nature of the game. I don't know, but the NBA the NBA title's tough. I guess if I had to gun to my head, I would probably pick the Super Bowl. See, I sh- I'm I'm gonna go against you guys. I think the NBA is tougher. Yeah, you have to beat a team four times every single every single yeah, round. Like four rounds, right? It's much easier to get lucky in the NFL because it's single elimination. That's you true. can get lucky. That's true. Ball bounces ball ball bounces the wrong way a couple times in a game. Um, you know, yeah. I, I I think it's I think it's much more difficult to win the NBA championship than the Super Bowl. Yeah. I guess that I, I don't I don't disagree. Just for that sense, I, I, think. I have to pick a side, but I don't disagree with you either. Like because like what you said, rarely are there. I gotta think of how I word this because I I feel like I feel like the way I was just about to say it was going to tank my argument. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was about to say like you said that yeah. normally the best team ends up winning. Yeah. So if you're the best team, it's it can't be that difficult. If you're the best team, then you know you're gonna win. But I just, I mean, just think of how many times it's it, the, no, just, the, the number one seed doesn't always win in the NBA, but the the top two on each conference usually make the finals. Like that's usually what happens. Yeah, like it's and very I, and, and rare that a here, four here's or a also, five seed even make. The here's finals. also what I'll say is why I think it's 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 more difficult to win uh, the NBA championship. There have been several occasions where a six seed or now a seven seed have gone to the Super Bowl and in some cases won. Yeah. And these are teams that go eight and eight in the regular season, nine yeah. and seven. Yeah. I mean, you it, it the Super Bowl is about getting hot at the right time. Almost how the MLB is. You like get that hot. Too. Yeah. You can go all the way and win the Super Bowl. The NBA, yes, there's momentum, and if you're hot, and yeah, the eight seed has beaten the one. Before in the NBA playoffs, well, like two times. Yeah, but like I <laughs> yeah, said, yeah. like I guess it depends on what seed you are. If if yeah. you're the eight seed, absolutely, I'm going to say the NBA is harder to win. Yeah, but if you're the one seed and you're the prohibitive favorite, then yeah, it's probably easier than the Super Bowl. So well, I don't know. It's I, it's I, just there's yeah. so many variables in that question for me. Yeah, like any good sports debate question is probably not a clear answer. But yeah, I just thought that'd be an interesting little topic. You know. Yeah. <laughs> That being said, uh, should we preview some wild card action? Uh, we will review some wild a card review. action. A review. Okay, yeah. okay. So oh, we only- I'm a- I did it again. <laughs> <laughs> so we only we, we sort of already did one. We sort of did the San Francisco-Seattle game. Uh, we were talking about our gambling. Um, I I think San Francisco is the odds-on favorite to win the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, I'm realizing that now. That they're, I, like, think they're the, really I think they're the best team, and <clears throat> while – I'm not completely sold on Brock Purdy. He has yet to show any sort of uh, inefficiency so far. The yeah. guy's he's playing. He's been out, nails. Period. He's been nails. And again, because of that team, and I think they, I, I, I think they have a fantastic coach, and I think they're the most talented team in the in the NFL outside of quarterback. Um, he's not asked to do all that much. So the key with San Francisco is you have to get a lead on them because when you get a lead on them, their offense becomes a little bit more predictable and you make Brock Purdy have to throw to get back in the game. If you get down to them, you're you're almost done. 
Yeah. If you're I mean, coming that, from behind against impossible. them, if, if 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 they're they are an incredibly incredibly front running team. If they get a, a ten to fourteen lead on you, they're putting forty up. Because Kyle Shanahan is an absolute wizard of a play caller. And if he has a lead, uh, he's going to expose you. But if you're able to get a lead on them, it's going to be interesting to see how Brock Purdy uh, reacts. So Seattle was not able to get a lead on San Francisco. At least I don't think. And they did very briefly. Because briefly. I think yeah, it was the one guy that made that ridiculous tackle on Geno Smith – Got a flag, which led to a field goal right before half. Yeah. But that that was it. That was it. Yeah, they had they had like a, a one, one point, point lead. lead. I yeah, mean, that's, that's not really. I'm I'm talking right. like a like a like a ten point like a lead 10 on them. Or, yeah, something like that. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah so uh, San Francisco takes care of Seattle, obviously. Um, New York and Minnesota. That was an how about that game? game? That was an interesting game. I I think it proved to everyone what we all thought that Minnesota wasn't. The team that they were acting well, yeah. Minnesota was who we like thought it. they were. Yeah, well, that's yeah. what I meant. And Kirk Cousins uh, never plays well in prime time. What a strange Ever. decision on that last play. Yeah, to throw three yard pass, impossible yep. task. What was it? The tight end. The tight end. Yeah. What? Tight end, Why would you right. do that with a dude right, literally ready to like? There's there was there was some uh, there was some people saying that uh, that they think that Kirk Cousins might have thought it was third down. Oh, that'd be. Which, which, <laughs> which, even if, even if that was the case, if I'm Kirk Cousins, I never admit that. Oh uh, no, because no, no. I'd ra- I'd rather be called an idiot for uh, throwing the ball, throw. throwing yeah. the ball three yards I'd on fourth be, and eight, yeah. than people knowing that I didn't know what down it was. I'd rather people with the game on the accuse line. me of being a panicky player yes. than yeah. being an idiot. And that's what he did. He, he, <laughs> uh, they they got a little bit of pressure on him, and he yeah. panicked. Yeah, he absolutely even, panicked. Even J.R. Smith thinks that's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh boy! God. So yeah, not much. I mean, are the Giants serious contenders? They're I mean they're going into Philadelphia on Saturday night. Uh, Do no. they have any chance of winning that game? No. I think any professional team always does. Realistically, probably no. I think I think well. Listen, I, I don't think they're going to win in Philadelphia on Saturday, but I yeah. think you're foolish if you don't think that that game's not going to be close. I think it'll be competitive. I don't I don't think they're going to beat. I don't think that game's going to be. Well, what's uh, that game's going to be within a touchdown? He's he's no, or? he's healthy. He's fully healthy. He's not even on the injury report. Okay, all right then. Yeah, I, so he's, I can't. Yeah, he's fine. I can't see him not balling out at home. I, just I don't think that's a crazy take. I mean, these are two teams. They play inside the same division. They know each other extremely oh, yeah. well. Um, I mean, I saw this as maybe 10 to 14-point Eagles win. That's not too far outside of seven. That, so. that is not a no. game. No, I think the game's going to be within seven. If, that get, what, if, that, if the Eagles dude. win that game by seven, I'm actually going to be pretty surprised. I think this is going to be a field goal game. If you want to have oh, one of the wow. most uncomfortable fan experiences, be a Giants fan at that stadium that night. That would Oh, yeah. Start to finish would be a horrendous experience. Oh, yeah. Even if you win, it would be so, like <laughs> – So I, I got to – uh, this podcast is going to take a bit of a turn here. Um, have any of you heard of a lady by the name of Lacey Jane Brown? No. No. Can't say. She went on a stadium hopping tour this year in the NFL and went to all th- games at all 32 stadiums in only 73 days. Oh, wow. How? Yeah, how does that work? Uh, incredible route planning. And, how do you go to you – know, trying to? You know, so she like, went to multiple oh, games in multiple you know days. She may have even yeah. done – In, in the same have, day. Presumably yeah. hitting a 1 o'clock. She may have even done a 1 o'clock and then somehow take a, 
don't know. Eight o'clock or the, or or went Sunday and then went to every Monday night game or something like that. Yeah, we, yeah, like maybe there was a Philly game and then there was a New York game in Monday yeah. night or, or something. Or like Cleveland, yeah. Cincinnati, Cleveland, yeah. Detroit, yeah. Cleveland, Chicago. Yeah. The reason Cleveland, I'm Pittsburgh, bringing her like up right now is because during this run that she's at, and she goes to other events too and like the other sports, she has a rather remarkable trend of going to games in which the away team wins. Hmm. Oh. And in recent weeks, people have been, you know, basically begging her to go to certain cities because oh, that's funny. Her teams have lost. <laughs> is she going? To, she this going past to Philly? week, she was in Tampa. Uh-oh. Oh God! And the Buccaneers got absolutely crushed got by blasted. the Cowboys on Monday night. Where's she going this weekend? She's going to be in Philadelphia. Oh, so uh-oh. Eagles fans are <laughs> not happy. Oh, and Giants boy. fans are like, oh, yes, LFG, let's do this. That's <laughs> hilarious. Uh, I'd go on a suite if I were her. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Tell you what, if the Eagles are losing, she better hide. Yeah, she better get some security. All right, uh, so those were uh, – and then what was uh, the – Bengals-Ravens. No, uh, was or it Bengals Ravens? No, it was Jags Chargers. Was the night came on oh, Saturday? Oh, that right? was a wild. Whoa, what boy. a game! I mean, that game played out exactly how I would have predicted a Chargers game going. And really, point- I don't know. Oh, they're the, the biggest choke oh, artists in I the league. I have no idea anything about the Chargers. them and the Atlanta Falcons. I do remember that. Oh. I just remember when, because I've always been a Trevor Lawrence fan, and when he threw his fourth yeah. interception, I was like, oh, boy, he's going to have to forget this that game. That first half, wow, was that to, rough. To come back and throw oh. four touchdowns? Yeah. Plus a two-point conversion yeah. and lead your team back I mean, to a victory. Like, wow. Number one, it shows the incredible amount of mental toughness he has. That's what I'm saying. Like, That's what I'm most saying. Pe- most quarterbacks would have absolutely just, just collapsed. Yeah. Maybe I mean, did a half-ass attempt. You walk they, in, yeah. You know, you, they might score two touchdowns, and then they just, you know, they they lose it. Yeah, you walk into the you walk into the locker room at halftime. You're down twenty-seven nothing. Mainly you, to because and, of you. And you just <laughs> threw four interceptions, so you're walking into that locker room like. You know, you got that like like feeling when when like people are watching you, but you can't really tell. It's like in your peripheral. Or you, you feel like your yeah. ears start burning. Yeah. You start sweating. Not that not like, that like yeah. not that like all your all your teammates like all of a sudden hate you now. No, but you no. know what they're thinking. They're like, you know, there's at like, least a few like, that Trev- are like, like Trevor, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. So I'm just gonna mention that at 9:49 p.m. on Saturday when it was 27 to six, Chargers. I wrote on the group text, you did, if my yeah. brother was here, he would say, never underestimate the Chargers' ability to blow a game. And sure enough, from that point onward, they got outscored 25-3. to three, and Well, what was it? Uh, it was it was right before the end of the third quarter. The game was 30. To, the score was 30-20. to 20, And my brother sent the text, uh, Los Angeles Chargers, handshake, Atlanta Falcons. Because <laughs> it's basically saying they're one oh, and yeah. the same. They're the same <laughs> franchise. I, we, I we, knew. All, we all saw it. I mean, you even texted at one point um, the Chargers are going to lose by one. I think it was also thirty to twenty at that point. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I don't. I didn't know much about. I, you know me in the NFL. I'm hit yeah. or miss if I'm the Chargers. Yeah, don't know much about that. But that that's funny now looking back. The Chargers <laughs> are giant choke artists, and, and I'll tell you what. Uh, the Eagles aren't missing him too much right now because Nick Sirianni's doing a great job. They're the number one seed in, in the in the NFC. Um, but Doug Peterson is one hell of a hell coach. of a football coach. Hell of a coach. That play call on that fourth down yep. at the end when with first Etienne, of all with Etienne? Uh yeah, or, ETN, yeah. yeah. First of all, they went up to the line, looked like they were gonna sneak it, and mm-hmm. he goes he calls a timeout. He goes, All right, come over here. Let's talk about this. 
obviously he saw the way that the Chargers were lining up. They were looking to clog the middle. So they come back out, and they run a uh, running play around the corner with everybody bunched in together, and he runs it down the side. By the way, it, I needed Etienne to score that touchdown to win another parlay, and he didn't score. Oh, that's right. He got uh, he, he got, got tackled. He got tackled, <laughs> and, and I, I made the mention that even if he would have been free and clear to score a touchdown, he probably would have gone down intentionally on the one. How much? Yeah, time? see, yeah. I there may well. No, see, I, I. In that case, Although I would. They were just, losing at the time. That's, that's, maybe that's not. why I don't think so. Yeah, because then it, even if because they score, if they'd be up three, that, right? If you do that, the football karma gods, something could have gone wrong. A botched oh. snap on the field goal, <laughs> a fumbled snap on like first down, trying to direct the you know put the ball where the kicker wants it. Something wacky could have happened. I think because yeah. you were losing, you score the points, but. What also, do I know? again, again, they I could have seen both. They would you know they scored that touchdown. They're up more than a field goal, right? Who? Uh, Jags. The Jags won by one point. No, I know, but if they would have scored that touchdown, right? But that, they, but they would have given. But they would have given thirty the to twenty eight. It would have been thirty five, thirty. Or they might have gone for two in that situation. But they would have given the Chargers the ball back with an opportunity to score a touchdown and win. Yeah, I so, guess. I, I just think there wasn't enough. Eh, you never know. No, I, I think, I think he would have scored. I, but. Maybe not. Yeah, but anyways, I don't know. I, mean, I just think was... I just think if the game's tied, yes, you go down yeah. at the one. You don't even give the op- the the oppose the opponent an opportunity right. to get the ball back. Right. If you're losing, I just think so many things can go wrong with you going down. Because because at worst, if the game is tied, and something goes you, wrong, you, you're gonna you, go to overtime. You take the points. You take yeah. the points. With but, rare exceptions, and if you but, know, Patrick Mahomes is whatever. against you, then maybe yeah, it didn't <laughs> happen. So now Jacksonville wins that game. They will go to Kansas City to get destroyed. You would think so. I think they're going to get destroyed. You would think so. <laughs> hey, I want the Jags to win. But. Oh, I would love it. I mean, could you imagine the Jags in the Super Bowl? <laughs> All right. I wouldn't want that, but. <laughs> wow. I mean. Yeah. I do like my boy Lawrence, though. So There's would, probably only one okay. person maybe outside of Duval that's projecting that, and that's my one-year-old Scarlett. She has the Jaguars going to the Super Bowl. Oh. <laughs> oh. Her expert hot analysis. Take. Hot yeah. take. Hot take. So. All yeah. right, so now we move on to the Sunday game. So the Sunday 1 o'clock game was? Oh, Bills. Miami versus Buffalo. Oh, yeah. Which was How a much more game? entertaining game than I think I, That game started 14 nothing Buffalo there right away, and I thought I thought we were headed to a 42-7 blowout. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Josh Allen decided he just wanted to throw the ball to the other team. Josh Allen was not Dude, good. Dude, he is, he is so Jekyll and Hyde in the playoffs. I don't know what his deal is. So you, Jekyll and did Hyde. Did you notice this, too? Not that I know or about – he was emotional yeah. as hell the entire game. Yeah. Did you see him try to push that lineman? Yeah. Like, yeah. what was he doing? After the, after the <laughs> interception, he comes over and he's like pushing the defensive and back. He was so much stronger and bigger than him. He fell when he pushed. Like, did you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Josh Allen's obviously an incredible quarterback, but he has moments this this year, especially where he the is. The second just half of the season, the he has been incredibly inconsistent, and he's never mm. really been great in the playoffs. Never, yeah, he struggled sometimes. Yeah, yeah. he he played he played really well in Kansas City last year. I'll should've say that. Won that game. I'll say yeah. that. Yeah, uh, but twice but, he should. But their won that but their game. defense uh, couldn't stop Kansas City from scoring a touchdown in thirteen seconds. Yeah, unbelievable. It's it really was. It was um, but yeah, players. so I mean nothing nothing else really to say about that game. I don't think uh, Miami really did. Oh, Miami give played a good Miami played fight. their butts yeah. off, especially yeah. with Skylar Thompson, their third string quarterback <laughs> Skyler playing. Thompson. <laughs> Yeah, they played their absolute butts off, but I think I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that Josh Allen was just 
Oh, you have two interceptions and a fumble, I think. On a bad fumble. Yeah. Like a oh, yeah. really oh, yeah. bad fumble. Yes. One of the, no, yeah, one of the interceptions, the the receiver ran the wrong route. The second interception, it bounced off of Cole's hands or something. Whatever. Uh, he shouldn't have thrown it into, like, triple coverage. Though. Yeah. Uh, and then, no, but the fumble was completely Josh's fault. Like, yeah, 100%. What, what are you doing? Yeah. So, uh, and then the... Uh, so we actually already did this, but the Minnesota game was the second Sunday game, right? Yes. Oh, was it? Well, what was yeah. the second Saturday game? What did I mess uh, up? The second Saturday game was. Uh, There's only two games yeah. on Saturday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay, my bad. Yeah. And my then, bad. The, and then the third Sunday was, game was, was that Cincinnati, crazy Cincinnati, Baltimore, Baltimore game. Yeah. Uh, oh. a 14 point turnaround when they fumbled on the goal line. Unbelievable. Think about that. It. What the hell was Tyler Huntley thinking? I don't know. Like, if you're going to do, do that, that when you you're on the six-inch line, not the yeah. two-yard line. Or if you have insane hops. Like, it was yeah. comical. He just, like, got stuck and then kept holding it out. Well, because he was at the two. He wasn't yeah. at, like, the half-yard line. Do you think he thought he was near the line or something? Oh, he thought he was in. He had to have thought that yeah. because there's no way a professional football player would just hold a ball out. And then like it's that. just so crazy how the ball bounced back and Sam Hubbard's just right there. And it was like, it was he, his instinct. Yeah. He was just like, oh. And he, like, grabbed it. And yeah. just, by the way, Andrews almost got him. Well, it should have been I a block in the back. It kind of almost should have yeah. been, right? I didn't know he was that fast, for one. Oh, my yeah, goodness. Yeah, well, I mean, he was. I mean, he was. So what would have happened if it was a block in the back? Would they have pulled it 10 yards from, from where, where it happened? So it would have so still been. Not they score. It would have still been still Cincinnati's recovered. ball. Okay, yeah, yeah. But yeah. they would have gotten the ball probably at, like, the Baltimore 40. Because I think that happened yeah. at, like, the 30-yard line-ish, something like that. Yeah, I was, I was noticing that. When you're running that fast, any little thing will send you flying. Uh, yeah. yeah. I don't think it's the most controversial call, but. No, probably not. A little because, sketchy. Yeah, I mean. Andrews was definitely catching up to him, but I think Hubbard probably would have scored. I still think he would have I had think, the momentum. Yeah. yeah, but you can't you can't you can't assume. Those I did things. not know Andrews was that fast. Yeah, oh I didn't either. Goodness. Yeah, he was quick. He was quick. Yeah, yeah, he was trying to pull. Uh, Steve, you remember when uh, the Patriots were playing the Broncos in the playoffs, and Champ Bailey picked off. Of uh, Tom Brady and Ben Watson ran him down. Guy came from like diagonally across yeah. the field to run down Jam Bailey. That was That's... a tight end. That was Ben Watson, former Browns tight end. I don't remember that, but your boy's cousin. Really? I think I don't know. Oh, I think so. But wait, I, mean, like... I, I think Ben Watson's Deshaun's cousin. Really? I think so. Oh, I didn't. I know could that. be wrong. I have to look that up. But there's a lot of Watsons in the NFL. That's true. Reason. Yeah. It's a pretty, it's a pretty common name. Yeah, but yeah, uh, no, I mean that was a very entertaining game. And then how about uh, everybody was talking about it? How about the John Harbaugh interview I didn't after see it. after what after uh, after the first quarter? So the NFL is now doing like you know how NBA like for the longest time uh, games that were on TNT they would always interview the coach uh, right like before during, the fourth quarter. Was it like during or oh it was, you said it was, before? It was, it was be- between the third and fourth quarter. Oh. They I would do know. one between first and second quarter, too, I believe. Yeah, so now they would do one coach between the first and second, then the other coach between the third and the fourth. So they interviewed John Harbaugh after the first after the first half as he's walking off the field, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And uh, she asked him um, uh, about a, uh, tip- or a um, controversial penalty that in the first half. And uh, she's like, what would you think of that call? He's like, well, I didn't like the call. <laughs> and she's just like, well, okay, so you said, and, and he, 
and then she said something like, "What are you going to tell your team?" Uh, and have? he's like, "Oh, we're just out here. You know, we're it's going to be a close game, it's a division game. We're going to play a good game out here." Well, which it's, is fine. See, my, my, oh, and then and then the last one was, uh, uh, <laughs> so there was a there was a pregame report that said that the Ravens might play two quarterbacks. Oh, like Tyler Huntley and Anthony Brown, their second and their third string, because Lamar wasn't even there. That was weird that he wasn't there, right? So I think it came out. It it came out later, and I don't know if this is just to try and cover themselves. That I guess Lamar was sick, and that's why he didn't travel. I don't know. I think there's a lot of drama going on with that. Uh, That's a huge coincidence for a team that should have already extended him. Right? Yeah. Um. So anyway, uh, she asked him. She's like, "Well." Uh, you, uh, it, it was reported that uh, you guys might play uh, both quarterbacks, and you know Tyler Huntley had that interception in the first half. So, um, you know, are we are we going to see both quarterbacks in the second half? He's like, he's like, we're just gonna we're just gonna play the game. See, this is my issue. And with then after, report, oh well, let no, it's so they cut it. But as they were as they were going back to uh, the mm-hmm. studio, you could see him turn a uh, turn away, and you couldn't hear it because the mic had already cut out. He was just like not. Not like actually mfing her, but he was just but like just really pissed off. Yeah. But like, yeah. like, like, really, you're gonna ask me that in the middle <laughs> so of the game? My issue with these silent reportings, and it's been going on for years, so it's never gonna change. I, I get why they do it. Two things: it does seem to annoy the coaches, and I can't blame them. Two, yeah. they're not gonna give you a real answer. No. The best example was they interviewed, but they're told Mi- by their producers to ask those questions. Of course, but it doesn't change the fact that they're never going oh, to I know. say a real thing. Right. McDaniel's or whatever his name is, the Miami dude. They asked him at halftime. He said the dumbest. He's not gonna say what they're actually gonna yeah. do in the second right. half. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. Hey, uh, we're we're actually we're probably <laughs> going to run uh, J.K. Yeah. Dominance to the right a lot, and uh, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, counter that with a pass to uh, Mark we're, Andrews. On we're, the we're gonna we're gonna do a lot of blitzes, or I don't know. I'm just saying like random things. Like they're yeah. not gonna say that kind of stuff. They'll never right. give their hand away. Right. But. So the Bengals beat the Ravens in an AFC North slugfest. They move on. They are going to travel to Orchard Park, and I'll tell you what. Talk about an absolute screw job. Bye. Because if they didn't cancel that game. Oh, and yeah. and Cincinnati would have won. The game this week would be in Cincinnati, not Buffalo. Yeah, the NFL didn't handle that very well. No, I mean they're in a tough spot, but they could have handled that better. They absolutely screwed the Bengals over. Oh yeah, hundred percent. You seem pretty convinced the Bengals are going to win that game. I mean, they didn't get the sh- the chance, which I think is is the important point. Yeah. I, think it, I think it was pretty. I think the Bengals were always going to win that game. You talking about the Ravens Bengals? No, no, no. no the, the, the the Bengals game Bills game, completed. the one that got the canceled. One that got canceled. Oh yeah, that I have no idea who would have won that. That was a good game too. Yeah, not you know nothing. Started mattered. off pretty well. Both teams went down the field. Uh, yeah. Cincinnati scored a touchdown. Buffalo yeah. had a field goal. That, that was going to be an all. And then Cincinnati right. was driving again. And then what yeah, happened? Yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I think that game, <laughs> both teams could have been in the high thirties in that game. Mm-hmm. I thought that game was going to come down to like. But but to. But to not even not even have an outcome for that game, and then just you know, like allow. See, to be honest with you, uh, I think that this Bills Bengals game at the very least should be played on a neutral field. They could be playing it in Cleveland. Yeah, true. Uh, Equidistant yeah. between the two cities. Yeah. yeah. So, but anyway, um, that's what's going on uh, in that game. And then the last game of Super Wild Card Weekend was on Monday night. And uh, this was a the boring only... game, except for the missed point after attempts. That was four in a row. I've never seen anything. I've like that. never seen and four I, straight. I made a joke. I didn't know anything about this guy. I made a joke 
And I said, I was like, I bet you this guy was actually really good in the regular season. And he apparently he's one of the best. Yeah. <laughs> he's one of the best he kickers had the in the NFL this year. yips of yips, man. Yeah, and, he, and you know what's hilarious is three out of the four kicks, he missed the exact same way. Yeah. He pushed them to the right. Yeah. And then the other one, he overcorrected and hit it and, Question and hooked it left. Question for you guys, because I can see it going both ways. Should they have, after the second miss, been like, you okay, buddy? Like, we're going to go for two next time. Like, do you need a Well, breather? that's what Dak Prescott was. At, after after Dallas scored the third touchdown, yeah. Dak Prescott, they showed him, and he was yelling. He's like, he was yelling towards the coaches. Yeah. He's like, he's like, go for f- two. Because, see, in my, <laughs> no, th- I, there's, there's two reasons why I think that'd be smart. Number one, you pull your poor kicker out of the spotlight who's just having yeah. a horrendous meltdown, and it happens. We're humans, right? Yeah. Two, you give your team the chance to essentially make up at least most of those points back, and you you know well, yeah, especially, I, I yeah. don't know. I, I, and then if you miss it, you miss it. But I guess I understand the other argument too. Like you just have to keep kicking till you make it because right. you have to make this right again because you know? like uh, I don't I don't know that Dallas can just. <clears throat> Like we're in the playoffs now. I don't know that they can just like cut this kicker and sign another kicker. Well, I don't. I don't think that would even make sense because again, he's good. But like, yeah, like you said, like yeah. he. It's like a. It's like a guy who's, um, who's having a really bad shooting night, mm-hmm. and you're like, let's just get just get to the foul line and let him see one go in. Yeah, and then maybe you know he'll be it he'll be okay. Something, yeah. Um, I he just needed to see one go in. Yeah, and he finally did at the yeah. end. Did you notice the whole stadium kind of cheered, by the way? Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> Ooh, yeah, um, I felt bad for him. At first, I was laughing my ass off. And then I was like, okay, it's not really funny anymore. Right. It's just weird. <laughs> Is this the end of Tom Brady? Yeah. If, if Even if he comes back, it's he's not going to be good. I, he was not that great this year. I don't care what people say. Well, it was he certainly was, bad on Monday night. Well, his offensive horrible. line was also atrocious. Well, that's true. <laughs> but, but even when he did have time to think, he was not the same Tom Brady. No. Like, I yeah. don't think he's done. Think he's coming back? I don't think he's going <laughs> I think he's done with the Bucks. Oh, boy. What team would take him on? I could, I, could see him, I could see him going to Vegas. Someone did say the Raiders. Yeah. I could see him going to San Francisco. Not a chance. Oh, it depends on how Purdy turns out. Oh, yeah. Out. It depends no on how Purdy way. turns out. 100%. If Purdy... Look, e- look even if I'm they, sorry. You... Listen, no, listen, no, listen, listen, no. listen. There's no way you're going to say what you're going to say. What? If Purdy is successful, let's not even win the Super Bowl. Like, keeps going, has a... Like, it's conclusive that he looks pretty good. You think they would get rid of that to bring in Tom Brady? We wouldn't get rid of him. He would just be well, back. He's a seventh-round rookie. He's, well, he doesn't... I don't, I don't he doesn't have... And he does, I should clarify, I don't know much so, about Purdy. So, he was the last draft pick in this year's draft. No. Oh, Mr. Wow. Irrelevant. The last one. Really? He could win the Super Bowl this year, and he has no clout to tell the organization, like, uh, this is my team now. If Tom Brady comes to San Francisco and says... Because he's from San Francisco, remember. I did not. If know he that. comes to San Francisco and says, "I want to play my last year, win a Super Bowl for the 49ers, and run off, w- walk off into the sunset," he's going to play for you the San Francisco 49ers. Don't think that if Purdy wins them the Super, I would. If I, I, I know, I think different than a lot of people. If per, if I was a GM or whatever, and I saw Purdy win us a Super Bowl, and Tom Brady came over, I'd say, "Get out of my face right now." <laughs> I would literally say that. I'd be like, "Go get lost." But that 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 be that be like you telling Michael Jordan the same thing. Uh, Michael Jordan in his last years was playing better than Tom Brady's playing. Oh, right that's now. not true. In, how many years? How many years did Michael play, play for the Wizards? He won the title in that. Oh, I those weren't his last years. Wizards. Oh, that's right. He, I always forget he Tom played Brady won the Super Bowl. He two years averaged twenty five in two thousand two. 
or won or whenever that last okay, year was. Okay, but did the Wizards even go to the playoffs? No, in the I mean, season? they didn't have a good team. Yeah, okay. I'm just I'm just saying, like. I just wasn't very convinced. And also, and I wasn't listen, convinced with uh, Tom. I listen, just wasn't. I, I'm just saying, mm. he, Tom Brady, nobody's going to tell him no. I don't know. I think the GM of the 49ers will tell him no. I think there no, are teams no that would way. say no after this performance. No, no, I'd be no like, way. get out of here. There dude. is no chance. I'm definitely he goes, curious. If, he, if he, he goes to the 49ers and says, hey, I want one more year. I want to play for my hometown team. And I want to win a Super Bowl for the 49ers. You think that they're going to be like, no? Say, Not a chance. They would say, Tom, I'd say this if, if Las Vegas is 400 miles to the south. <laughs> okay, but tell me why. Tell me why they would say that. Because Brock Purdy's just better. I think Purdy that's has not a okay, better. Steve. That's not true. No well, I, we, I that's, we, ob, that's obnoxiously ridiculous. Let me rephrase the this. hot wait, take. Wait. The hot can takery I, in that statement. Old takes at old takes can exposed. I, can I rephrase? I am tweeting. That I want to. I want to clarify my position. I, this is dependent on if Purdy actually leads them to a Super Bowl. But again, that's insane. He can go to out me. the next round. I wouldn't even consider. I, I think he shows enough. Tom Brady. I think he shows. God, you're promise. crazy. Did you think Tom Brady was good this year? He was bad this season. Yeah. Let me look up his number. I mean, but numbers wise, he was good. But again, you also said he he had no running game. Yeah. He had no offensive. No offensive. Listen, line, yeah. I'm not. E- I, I ask my brother. I'm the farthest thing from a Tom Brady apologist. No, you bring up a good point because all, I'm sorry because all his years of success, he had the complete package around him. But I'm sorry if you just take the quarterback out of the situation. The San Francisco 49ers are, in my opinion, the best team in professional football. The Bucks were nowhere close. Yeah. I think. Well, number one. This has nothing to do with the 49ers. Brady is not going to want to go out the way that he went out on Monday. No way. No chance. Yeah, that's his. That's on him to figure out. I mean, I, I, th- agree. I think there will be some teams that will be like, get out of here. Teams that, okay, teams yeah. that have, team, yeah. uh, 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 okay. Um, I don't know. Unless any good quarterback, I know. Yeah, Ma- yeah. The, the Chiefs, yes, yeah. would say no to, to Brady. Yeah. Chiefs, Bengals, Bills. The all those 49ers guys. are not saying no to Tom Brady because of Brock Purdy. Sorry, it's not happening. All right. I still say we got to see what happens. But. I don't, He can win the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl MVP. If Tom Brady wants to play for the 49ers, Brock Purdy's on the bench next year. I'm going to have to tweet that. Because uh, I, see, I don't agree with that either. Okay. I'm, I'm in between both of you. I'm well, in between what, both of you. Uh, what, what hap- I'm sorry. What happened to Nick Foles after he was, won the Super Bowl MVP? Was his career the same? Have to do with this conversation? Because you're saying you're yeah, saying but, but, because you're but, saying but, because because Brock Purdy is taking yeah, but the 49ers. Yeah, Wentz, Wentz isn't anywhere near what Foles, what what Brady is. Obviously, I mean. No, I'm saying after. Well, yeah. Did, what didn't they? Didn't he not? Didn't no. They, what, what I'm saying is like Nick Foles won the Super Bowl with the Eagles, yeah. and then his career was never the same after. Well, the Eagles for also assume, never for gave you to him assume a that again. for you to assume that you know Brock Purdy's going to go on this run and then he's just going to go on this trajectory, this Hall of Fame type of trajectory that would prevent a good <laughs> yeah, quarterback I mean, I from supplanting him. That. Okay, so then what's your reasoning for not taking Tom Brady? Brock Purdy is what 22, 23. Tom Brady's forty five. Yeah, that alone means I yeah. don't want Tom Brady around my football team. But what does that have to do with anything? Brock Purdy objectively is a better quarterback at this stage. No, he's not. Did you watch the games this weekend? I mean, I you're think... basing that on one game. 
Has Every he, game how Brock Purdy has, has played. Long, you're, you're also not. Li- you're also. You're, no, you're, you're also not listening to my scenario. You are assuming that because I think Tom Brady's going to the 49ers, that Brock Purdy's not going to be on the 49ers anymore. Brock Purdy's going oh, to be a backup for the 49ers. He's on a rookie contract that would be in the second of a four-year contract. What do you think he's going to do? Say trade me? Yeah, I do Probably. see. I, you do have a Get point. Get the about, hell out of here. You have a point about the rookie contract thing. You do have a point. I just He's on a four-year rookie contract making $800,000 a year, essentially that, the league minimum. That would be wild. If of, Tom I'll Brady say says he wants to play for the 49ers, guess what? He's playing for the 49ers. And, I, I, and I still think top. it's dependent on what they want, though. I do think it's dependent on what the 49ers want. And I'm the, I'm well, sorry. I, I, well, I know. I'm sorry. There are some teams, well, I, including well, the 49ers. I'll say, I'll say I this. I don't know if it makes sense. When he left New England two years ago... The 49ers wanted them. Oh, well, I mean. You know who else Brock Purdy's better than? Deshaun Watson. Oh, God, please. All right, we're ending Hey. <laughs> we're ending we're All right, moving on, moving what's, on. What's fact about that? Did you watch Deshaun Watson's performance in the last Okay, season? you're, oh, okay. you're, you're trying to, to compare <laughs> apples to apples. What do you think Brock Purdy would have done if he was on the Browns with their defense and their uh, wide receivers? You Nothing. Didn't men- you didn't mention the coach. Did you? Well, same thing. Okay, that even makes my argument for me even more. Yeah, I had to throw you a bone on that one. Cause okay, so so I, why are you even uh, why are you even comparing that? You're just trying to get a rise out of me. That's whack comparison. Whack comparison. This guy also <laughs> thinks Baker Mayfield's better than Sean. Okay, yeah, I don't know about that one. <laughs> Did you watch him play on Christmas Day? Did you watch Baker? him play every other game this yeah, year? Yeah, he had like two good games this year. <laughs> All right. Anyways, new, <laughs> move it. <laughs> this guy, this guy makes his makes his determinations on one game. He's like, "Oh, Brock Purdy's better than Tom Brady." Did you watch the wild card games? Every single game he's played, he's been great. objectively, I will say Purdy's numbers about? have been better than Tom Brady's this year. No, that's not true. That's look, not even. No, yeah, look up, they no, are. Actually, and it's not even look close. up Purdy's numbers. I don't. I'm not saying all oh, the careers are compa- They're not comparable. The careers will never be comparable. You guys, but. you guys don't understand. That he's playing on the best team in the NFL. You say that as though it's like I mean, something that's, to be held against yeah. him. I'm not holding it against him. I'm saying that you're saying that he's rising above something that that should be holding him down. I, like you're I, saying that he's 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 like this transcendent guy since he's he's been the quarterback. I, Guess what? I, Guess what? If Jimmy Garoppolo was playing quarterback for the 49ers, they'd be in the exact same spot. If he could actually stay on the field, which he can't. Okay, but I'm I'm saying if he if he was playing instead of Brock Purdy. The 49ers would still be getting ready to host a playoff game this weekend. Like the, 40, like the 49ers are not the best team in the NFL because of Brock Purdy. Yeah, I mean, I'm I, not even sure that that's true. Oh, good yeah. God. All right. I mean, seriously, new, why, don't you, new, why don't you take his you-know-what out of your mouth? New, new, <laughs> new For the topic. record, I don't even think the 49ers are winning the Super Bowl. I still have the Eagles. You're in for a rude awakening on that one, too. Eagle, eagle boy. Eagle boy. That game is going to be mostly over by the third quarter. So. Hey, uh, has anyone seen the movie uh, uh, Facing the Giants? Facing yeah, the Giants? Yeah, a long time ago. <laughs> it's such a goofy movie. I don't think I've ever heard of it, actually. Oh, it's... it's uh. It's one of the it's one of those like Christian. Uh, it's it's a, like yeah. a it's a it's a football movie with like Christian uh, themes in it. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's uh, a sports movie. Uh, all right, so are we gonna do a quick divisional round? Okay, so preview? so just 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 quickly, just quickly. What Brock Purdy's essentially started for the 49ers for 
like half the season, pretty yeah, much. Like probably six games. Or... He had 1,700 yards passing, 13 touchdowns, four interceptions. Okay. okay. Not bad. Brady this year, in a season where everybody's like, oh, he was terrible, had 4,800 yards passing, 25 touchdowns, nine interceptions. Just imagine if Purdy had a full season. Just imagine if Brady was playing on the Niners <laughs> with an offensive line and a running game. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. I mean, did you I... see how slow Leonard Fournette looked on, on well, Monday Well, they night? all looked bad. Everybody. Oh, my team. God. The, the, the Tampa Bay Bucks should not have been in there. I don't know how they even got in. Anyway, <laughs> this is becoming a long episode. All right. Wrap it up with a quick division round predictions. Uh, yeah. And then real quick, I want to talk about some – some uh, really ridiculous comments by some, some oh, yeah. NBA players. So let's do the divisional round predictions quickly. I'll just do all four real fast. Yeah. You know? All right. Jaguars, Chiefs. Chiefs, sorry. It's going to be the Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah. I want the Jags win. Who owned the Chiefs? Yeah, it's definitely the Chiefs. Uh, Giants, Eagles. I think it's going to be close. I'm going to have to go with the Eagles, though. I, I just don't, I just can't see. I agree with you. I think I just, the game's going to yeah. be close, but I think the Eagles I, are going to I just pull can't out. see their season ending at home. I just, I yeah. can't. I'm sorry. I mean, it has happened before. Number one seed. Number one yeah. seeds have crashed out well, after having the bye week. hundred percent. But yeah, I th- I think the Eagles. I just I can't see it happening. If if Hurts is back, he's Steve? so good. I assume you're taking the Eagles. The first two. Oh, we're going this way. Uh, yeah, Chiefs are going to win. Eagles are going to win. No question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Bengals. Bills. I think it's a toss up. My heart says Bills, partially because I want my roommate to not destroy the house if they lose. But. Um, I, th- I think I think either team could win. I, I guess I'm going to have to go with the Bills, but I would not be shocked <coughs> if the Bengals win. I'll just say that. Uh, Cowboys, 49ers. Uh, 49ers. Uh, the Cowboys didn't. Whoa, 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 whoa. You didn't get our picks on the on the game. Oh, I thought I was just – oh, okay. Well, go on. Um, as much as I hate to say it, I think the Bengals are going to win that game. I don't, th- I don't think that's a bad take at all. I really I, don't. I, 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 I trust Joe Burrow in the playoffs more than I trust Josh Allen. Yeah, I'm starting to think that way too. I I, I, I don't I, want the Bengals to win because I'm never. I don't want to root for any AFC North team ever. But no, I get that as yeah as the Browns. It would be like it would be like me rooting for like the it would be like you rooting for the Titans or something. Right, which is why ultimately I could never root for the Jags in the Super Bowl. Yeah, but, you know yeah, whatever. Yeah. Who cares? Steve, <laughs> Bengals, Bills. I'm going with Cincinnati as well. I think they really just, wow. Everyone's I think they're high on a, wow. And he's been a he's been a he's been a Bengals and he's been a Bengals uh hatingly dragged me to the other side on <laughs> yeah. this one. Even though <laughs> even though I got very lucky to get was, by this past game. I was quite the same, frankly. Yeah. I was the same way with you. I, I did not want to believe in the Bengals, but I had said all season that the Ravens were the better team of the two and they were that close to proving me right and yeah. they just completely botched it in the critical moment. It's but, yeah. In in the end it's like Dan said, you know, yeah, I got more trust in Cincy at this point, especially okay. with the whole. It does seem like their psyche was a little. Buffalo's was a little bit. Um, it it is shaky right now with the whole Demar Hamlin I, thing too. Again, you know, Josh was so emotional. What yeah. am I talking about? Look, pay attention. Every play, he was bitching and whining. He looked like he was gonna cry at one point. If you if you like, if you watch if you world? watch the Bills though, he is like that a lot. He is. That's yeah. That's also the thing I've noticed, yeah. but I think that's a. That's not a good thing. Like it, you don't it, want that. Yeah, necessarily. It, it can be good in the right situations if you can channel yeah. it into good anger yeah. and good frustration. Yeah. But or you could just get lost in your head, which I think he was in that Miami game. But, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Wouldn't be surprised if the Bills win. I'll just say that. Yeah. Not a surprise at all. Then the last one, uh, Dallas and uh, Cowboys and uh, San Fran. I'm gonna go for San Francisco just out of principle because I would. I would die if the the Cowboys had a chance to go to the Super Bowl. So, yeah. 
Hopefully that doesn't happen. You know, I, I've been talking up San Francisco throughout this entire argument we had, which would make uh, everyone to believe that I'm just going to pick the, the Niners to roll. Oh, you're going. I actually – no, I don't th- – I, I think the Niners are going to win, but oh, I think this game's going to be close. I think so. I think so. I think Cowboys look decent. The Cowboys showed me a yeah. lot. Even yeah. though the Bucks were terrible, the Cowboys showed me a lot. I, yeah. They they took that game from the Bucks right away. Yeah, and, and Prescott had some big plays, you know. I, yeah, he, and that was the thing. That was the thing you needed to see. Way too much. That was well. He was running that was the thing we needed to see. Amount of times. We, yeah. we needed to see him come up big yeah. in a big moment yeah. on the road, and he did it. He finally so did I'm going to give him credit for that, and that's the reason why I think Dallas can keep yeah. this close. I will say that I don't know. I don't think he's going to have the same type of game that he had against the Bucks against the well, Niners, just because not, their no. defense is so much better than yeah. the Bucks. Um, yeah, I think they can keep it close. I, Dallas is really good defensively. Yeah, so it'll be interesting. Steve, it's going to be a long day for Dallas. They're going to get oh. clobbered. Oh, you think they're going to get yeah. pwned? His MVP yeah. Brock Purdy is going to go off. <laughs> Brock Purdy is going to be. <laughs> I, right. I, I do think Brock Purdy. My piece. I do think Brock Purdy is going to yeah. play well. I mean, yeah. he hasn't not played well. Yeah, yeah. I think. It'll um, be, I think. I think it'll be consistent. But I think he's he's doing just enough to manage the talent that's on. Which they're, is which again, that's not a knock on him. That's for, all he for, needs to 49ers do. 49ers are definitely one of those teams where the quarterback is fine, but it's not the reason why they're right successful. You yeah. Know? You just basically, the quarterback of the 49ers just basically has to go in there and not screw it up. Yeah. Don't turn the ball yeah. over and get the ball into your playmaker's hands as soon as possible. Yep. So, yeah. All righty. Interesting. So, our final fours, I think we're all, are we all in agreement? Uh, no, I, I'm picking Bills. You okay. guys picked, you picked Bengals. So, I said I wouldn't be surprised if the Bengals. So, oh, uh, yeah. So, uh, we all have Niners-Eagles, right? Yes. Yes. And then Steve and I have Bengals and Chiefs, which is a rematch I, I of last year. Have, I have Chiefs. You have Chiefs and Bills. Too, yeah. Interestingly, yeah. all three of us have Trevor Lu- Trevor Lawrence losing hit for the first time ever on a Saturday. Oh, that's something to factor in. You love those. You love those <laughs> weird stats, Steve. The whole season. Are you the one that runs ESPN stats? And yeah. Info? <laughs> Steve, no, Steve. Steve's the one all season. He's like, you know, if the if the Browns would just not play on CBS on Sunday at one o'clock, Dude, they'd win one, like all their one games. One of my favorite Twitter accounts is ESPN stats and info because they just pull the most. They'll yeah. be like. Did you know that the Houston Rockets have never won when the moon is in position <laughs> with the stars in the sky and it rained on a Tuesday night? It sounds like a B.O.B. <laughs> song. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know if you've been listening to any of our post games, but, yeah, the Browns were 2-10 and 10 on CBS this year. They didn't well, lose a single game that was played on another network. You always have to play on CBS. <laughs> I know. I wish we were in the <laughs> NFC. <laughs> we're five and zero on every other network. Know, that's actually a weird. Oh. That's genuinely weird. a weird, it's weird. stat. Yeah. No, that is. Yeah, it's not one or two games. That's five games. That's you know, strange. By the way, the two wins they did have on CBS at Carolina and at Houston. The two worst teams we played all year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you literally played like the worst team. <laughs> Trash. Oh man. Um. Okay, so before we get on out we of do here, we got to talk about this. Which one do you want to talk about first? Let's do the Draymond one first. Okay, because so, I have so many thoughts about it. Draymond Green, uh, basically, uh, I think it was an it was an article with, or uh, interview with was it Taylor Rooks? It was that I believe run? so. Oh no, that was the other one. Uh, I think it was with Taylor Rooks. I think. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Uh, I think Bleacher Report. Maybe I think she's with. I don't I think. know. She used to be with Bleacher Report. I don't know where she's at now. Um, but anyway. Uh, yeah, he basically said that um, outside of Kareem, Magic, and James Worthy, that uh, the Warriors' big three of 
him, Steph, and Clay are the best big three in NBA history. He conveniently missed a couple. Of, <laughs> don't get me started. So here, I'm going to say this. I guess he, I guess he, he, he also oh, oh. he also said he would take his big three over LeBron, Wade, and Bosh, but uh, he could see why people would take them. Okay. So here's what I think about this. It's just very. It's. I'm actually not going to go on and on. I'm just going to say a couple things. First of all, Draymond's so 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 arrogant. We know this. Oh. He's just an arrogant guy, right? Yeah. Um, he's even more arrogant because he has four rings. Okay, whatever. You know, he's just, he's a good player. I'm not saying he's a bad player. Yeah. I get to a certain degree what I think he's saying, and I hope he's saying, because I hope he's not this much of a maniac. That yeah. They're professional basketball players who have won four rings together. They're obviously very good. Yeah, nobody's Could, saying they're not. You know, it's like the whole any pro team at any time can beat any team, right? That whole thing that people say or whatever. Yeah. Now, but I don't know. They, they that dynasty is one of the best in history, no doubt. But I don't know if. It just comes off as so but ridiculous. But it's unique. Though, right. It's unique. It like, wasn't because of a big three. Because they they were really just like this specific. They were a big five. They were half big the four. Time. Yeah, this specific big three has won two titles. Yeah, and I could argue the first one was ridiculous because they played a you Cavs have, team without Kevin Love and without Kyrie injuries. Irving. You have to take the They can thank Kelly Olynyk for that. Yes, title. <laughs> and then the the middle two Which titles that happens. That happens. It does happen. Yeah. Right, but. Uh, the middle two titles, the only reason why they won those titles is because they Was signed not, Kevin Durant. Yeah, not, not because of the big three. Yeah. Well, I mean, they played their part. Because, but, yeah. so, so, so the first yeah. Kevin Durant title was after they blew a 3-1 lead to the Cavs. Yeah. That Cavs team was better the next year. That, yeah. that Cavs team, after they won the title, was the greatest Cavs team of all time. And it's really weird because if it weren't for a few mishaps in a couple of those finals games, yeah. which, duh, right? Right. But, no, they that – People forget how actually that, competitive that series was. Even though it was four yeah. to one, right? That Warriors team it was unbeatable. You can't yeah. beat like you had, you had a seventy three uh, and nine team uh, and put Kevin Durant uh, uh, in his prime on them. Arguably one of the best teams in history. Yeah, quite literally. Yeah, yeah. And and it wasn't even funny business. You no. can say what you want. They signed him as a free agent. That's right. That's it's the antithesis garbage. of funny business. Like that's a very normal thing right. to do. It just was so bizarre because of how good they were. I could argue the only legitimate title that that big three's ever won was the one they won last year. It was very impressive, I'll say that. For what? Yeah, it was. I mean, there's yeah. there's nothing you can point to in that year where they're like, oh, that's the reason why. And by won. legitimate, I hope you mean like, for the sake of this argument, because again, there wasn't anything illegitimate about the or not whatever the term is about the the, no, the Durant. No, no, no. I'm but, saying I'm not saying like God, I'm you, not saying like yeah, not put an yeah, asterisk by right, it. But, right, right, okay. But yeah, I'm yeah. saying like you can't say oh. Uh, our big three is the reason why we won all those titles. That's just that's just yeah. patently false. Yeah. No. Yeah. I. Yeah. I agree. And it's Draymond. Man. Your Draymond's big your always... big your big three is also responsible for the biggest collapse in NBA Finals history. Yeah. yeah. Uh, including himself that's, and his bullshit. Where that's you can on your say, record. Oh, well, if Draymond wasn't suspended. Well, how about if Draymond wasn't doesn't... kicking people in the nuts? Yeah. I'm sorry, you can't do that. Earlier in the postseason, where he kicked Stephen Adams strict right straight in the, in the dick. In the NBA Finals, he he literally swipes at LeBron's yeah. nuts. Yeah. I'm sorry, you can't do that. And like what? He got <laughs> suspended because of accumulation, accumulation. of tech. I, I'll he didn't say get, it. He got suspended because he had that technical 
plus six more yeah. earlier in the seat uh, in the series. And, and I'll say it. Swinging, or in the playoffs. Swinging at anyone's nuts in the finals That's reason is, to go. is reason enough to be suspended for a game. Yeah. That's the reason to go in a pickup game, much less than any <laughs> yeah. finals game. Right? Yeah. Yeah, My so, God. Yeah. So yeah, I give them no he, sympathy, and that's such yeah. a ridiculous take by him. To he say, always, oh, he's yeah. always saying that. And I get it. Like, you're confident, and you think you all, and, and, you and, always you're confident in yourself. Guess, but could those three beat any other big three combo? Of course. They're all professional athletes. Yeah. But are you going to literally sit and say, oh, we're the best? Come on, dude. Come on. Yeah. No, I'm <laughs> sorry. Like, like Shaq – like the Shaq and Kobe were a duo, and they won three straight yeah. titles. Uh, uh, Jordan and Pippen. Again. Jordan and Pippen won uh, <laughs> three peated twice. Yeah, I mean, we could and again, keep... they had they had auxiliary pieces like like you could you could argue that Rodman was their Draymond, and okay, yeah. there's a big three. Yeah. So, but but the fact of the matter is, they three peated twice. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> dude, Akeem Olajuwon. Play, won two titles yeah. with two different teams, basically. I mean, yeah. they had some of the same players, but like, I mean, yeah. we could keep playing this game, right? Uh, I mean, which that, we're not going to yeah. do that. But like, you, you, I think we get the point that we're trying. And then to there's make. John Wall. Oh, he's a clown. I don't. He's Steve. Listen to this. this John is Wall. Clown. This says, is even. This is actually clown. Behavior. John Wall says that the Cavs and LeBron did not want to see the Washington Wizards in the 16-17 playoffs because they would have beaten them. Come again? Exactly. 2017? Yes. The year after the Cavs won the title, when I just said that the that the 16-17 Cavaliers was the greatest Cavs team of all time, even though they didn't win the title, they were better than they were the year before. Yeah. And and John Wall wants to say, oh, they didn't, they didn't want uh, anything, anything to do with me. John Wall, John, Wall goes, John Wall goes, okay, me and Kyrie, yeah, wash. First of all, Playoff Kyrie is not the same as uh, regular especially Kyrie. Especially that era of Kyrie. Yes. <laughs> that yeah. That the guy coming off of the year where he he hit he went 40 in a playoff game or in a finals game yeah. and hit the biggest shot in NBA finals history yeah. Yeah. to win the championship. His John Wall thing. John Wall when he was with the Wizards was really good. It was he's good defensively too, but like Did he ever on. get past the second round in the playoffs? No. No. Did did he ever play? Kyrie more? went to three. Did he, did he ever play a full season of basketball? Yeah, Kyrie went to three straight finals and hit the biggest shot in finals history. Yeah, stop it. And Kyrie's back to playing really well again. Yeah, like after a couple of several. He years. He then said he said Bradley Beal over J.R. Smith. Okay, yes, yeah, that's fair. hand up. I'll yeah, give you that. that one. Beal's a solid player. Yeah. Uh, it, but but then like he's he's trying to go like one of one, and then he goes, oh yeah, LeBron against Trevor Reza. You can't just brush over that. You're talking about the like the second best player of all best or second best player of all time against like no disrespect Trevor Reza uh, played in the NBA for a long time yeah, and was a decent and, and player. He had his moments, but he's also a guy who scored zero points in a closeout game. So <laughs> you'll never I'll forget never that. forget. You'll him. never let him live that down. If I ever see him, I'll tell him that. I'll be like, hey, what did it? <laughs> hey, you feel? remember? Hey, you remember when you didn't hit a do, shot? Do you remember if you would have just scored in double digits like you normally did? We could have probably yeah. won that game. Remember that? Yeah. Remember when, Remember you, when were... you scored zero points oh. in an in a game seven? Oh. That was cool, Trevor Ariza. Oh. The irony is he actually was a hell of a player for us that year. I, yeah. <laughs> just, right. I don't know what happened. And then he goes, and then he goes, uh, oh, he yeah, goes, who else? He goes who else? Kevin Love, uh Kevin Love and Markeith Morris. I guess I'll go with Kevin Love. Okay. Oh, really? It's probably because he's a much better offensive player than Markeith <laughs> yeah, Morris. Exactly. What Markeith Morris is a thug and like punches people? Good. Ooh. <laughs> Kevin <laughs> okay. Love is like a six time all star. <laughs> How many times has Marquise Morris been suspended for the dumbest know. shit? Like, and then he goes, and then he goes, and uh, and Marcin Gortat is better than Tristan Thompson. 
Uh, Prime Gortat. Uh. Prime. I mean, uh, I, Prime, I, would, I, Prime would that, I, Prime, I would call that like that's a wash. Even. That yeah. is, yeah, yeah. That's, because those those couple years were the best Tristan Thompson ever was. Yeah, and there was a time when Gortat was Gortat was a, a deep, good really good player. player. He's yeah. a good player. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's a tough one. I'll give you. And that. then he goes. And then he goes. Oh, and we had a better bench. Okay, buddy. Why? Because you had Honestly, washed the hell up, Paul Pierce. I can't remember their bench. Oh, Paul Pierce by that point was a joke. Paul Pierce on the Wizards. Yeah, I can't. Remember I didn't who they have. forgot even played I on the Wizards. I don't even remember who they have. But Honestly, like, y'all's bench was kind of the reason. Yeah, that, Channing Fry, yeah. Uh, yeah. Richard Jefferson, yeah. uh, Iman Shumpert, mm-hmm. uh, Delhi. Delhi was, uh, was solid. Uh, bench Timothy Mozgov. Uh, we, I mean, none of those guys are standout. Like none of those guys are going to no, win six man of the year. But they played their part. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they, th- that was the year they came off winning the yeah. championship. Yeah. So, I, yeah. And get, all of this just on. bears out what actually happened on the court once the playoffs got started. Washington did, did get by Atlanta in the first round. They lost in seven games to Boston in round two. So they just very narrowly got dismissed when they could have gotten to play the Cavs in the conference finals. You know what the Cavs did in those playoffs? Foe, foe. Foe. <laughs> they lost one game. Oh, they lost one. I thought one they won. game. I thought they won foe. In the first three rounds what, of the playoffs. What playoff. was the game they lost? It was goofy. It was game three or four against Boston. I can't <laughs> remember which, but. No, yes. And it was like. I don't remember playing. So we played Boston in the in the Eastern Conference Finals two. Uh, no, no, not two straight. Yeah, two straight we, years. We did. Yes. No, I don't for whatever reason, I thought we played the no, Raptors. They played Indiana no, in the first sure round, Toronto sure in the what? second round. That's what that's what it was. And okay. and that was the four zero sweep that I believe got Dwayne Casey fired. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I definitely thought we went fo 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 in those Eastern Conference. But was, that yeah, just no, goes right. to show you how one. unfair it was having to play the Warriors with Kevin Durant oh, and yeah. with all those other guys. You literally well, they went. Did. They they went fo 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 twelve and one. Oh no, they lost one. To, they went. They went. Like, what? What was it? They only lost one game one year, right? <laughs> that year they swept three times in a row. I think. Yeah, they. The only game they lost was the one game to the Cavs in the NBA oh in the word. finals. That, that might game, be that game, actually. Uh, might, game four. That's what I'm saying. They actually they were one they game might away actually have been the most dominant team from in. sweeping every game in yeah, the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. That's unheard of. That really yeah. no. That really especially in the NBA, you could do that in other sports. Yeah. Not in the NBA. The NBA is extreme extremely difficult to sweep in the NBA Every, past the first round. Yeah, oh yeah. First round happens a decent amount. Yeah. But but even so, really only the 1 and 8 seeds. Yeah. Maybe the 2 and the 7s. Because like, so very so very often the underdog yeah. once that if they go if they go home down 2 nothing, they, they play usually, with such yeah. they play with such a desperation in game they 3 usually that win almost game three. always yeah. the underdog team wins game 3 at home. Yeah. Game yeah. 3 is always a very Dicey proposition. For it's the hard. It's, it's 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 like it's like two hardest games in, in in a seven game series. Game three and game five. Yeah, I think it's more difficult than six and seven. Yeah, it's the other way around with game five. Game it seems three, like the favorites always like game kind of three. Under pressure. Game yeah, game three when you're up two zero, and game five yeah. when it's two two. Yeah, when you're the home team. Have you looked up the stats for teams that win game fives and threes? It's like eighty something oh, percent. Insane. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. only a slightly higher percentage. Game five compared to game one, believe it or not. Teams okay. win game one actually, are, you're, are no, like 78%. You're actually right about that. Game ones are so well, LeBron's, important. LeBron's been, so a, important. LeBron's been a really good uh, a really good uh, proponent for that stat because I think LeBron m- maybe has only lost one series in his he, in his career when he's won game one and lost a series. Wasn't that the Dallas one too? 
Was it, da- was it Dallas? When yeah, it could have been. Yeah, they, Miami they, won yeah. game one of that series. Dallas won. They lost, lost because, Le- yeah, because LeBron choked in four straight uh, fourth quarters. And Dirk Nowitzki had, like, the oh, series of his life. <laughs> dude, yeah. When uh, when LeBron and Dwayne Wade were making fun of Dirk, uh, I think it was before game four. Yeah, they definitely messed up there. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, that was that, that was like that was like uh, before game five when the Warriors were up three to one and Clay goes, and Clay oh, I was... guess about LeBron. Oh, I guess his feelings just got the hurt. The one time that Clay like talks mad yeah. shit, and like... then and then and then somebody and then somebody mentioned that to LeBron. They're like, hey, uh, did you did you hear what uh, Clay just said about? And he's like, and LeBron goes, Clay said what? And uh, the guy goes, uh, oh, I, about you, I guess. Uh, oh, I guess his uh, his feelings just got hurt. And LeBron goes. <laughs> Oh, you knew it was over. Oh, like you like to say, That's goblin like, mode activated. He went goblin mode after that. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, him and Kyrie. Uh, so. Some of the best individual performances I've ever seen in oh, the Oh, that finals, finals man. Yeah. It's You know, what's interesting is um, Brian Windhorst goes on ESPN Cleveland all the time to talk about the Cavs. He does like a oh, weekly hit or whatever. I didn't know that. And uh, he talks about the NBA, and then they, they do most of the talk about the Cavs. But every single time he goes on, he goes, guys – that 2016 championship is like a fine wine. It just gets better with age. Oh yeah. Like you you look back and you th- and I'm getting I'm like getting chills about it right now. Like you think about and I'm just putting myself like where I was during those games. It's just it's incredible. I, I, I remember posting. I don't a know Facebook if we're ever post. going to see like an NBA Finals series like that again. Yeah, I remember posting a Facebook post after Game Four. Yeah, where I, I was just like. Because I obviously was rooting. I watched for, that game down on the I was, East Bank. I was flats. rooting. Oh, I was actually at downtown during. Oh yeah. I was rooting for the Cavs, of course. Yeah. And I just remember posting on my face. I was like, "Damn!" I was like, uh, "I really thought you guys had it this year." I just cause thanks I for the know. jinx. I appreciate it. Hey, there you go. <laughs> Got it. Everybody does oh, their yeah. part. This one, this one friend of mine, when they won, they're like, "I bet you feel like an idiot." I was like, "What?" I was like, "This is." Uh, I will I will eat crow on the this last ten thing times I'm, out yeah. of ten. What are you talking the about? The last <laughs> thing I'm thinking about is a tweet I made yeah, a week I ago. Don't care. I was happy. I, this yeah. is what I wanted. Yeah. I was hoping it would jinx. Heck like, yeah. what are you talking? Party about? in Cleveland, man. Yeah. Oh man. All right. Well, this episode is. Uh, it's going on. Wow. Look so, at that. Uh, I Jordan, gotta get home. Appreciate gotta, you. Uh, oh yeah, dude. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, uh, where can the folks follow you? Oh, I forgot my Twitter handle. On the Twitters? <laughs> really, you can follow you, Jordo Gonzo for everything, but I think even that's what it is on Twitter. Yeah. it's Well, my, my name is Big Yordan Guy, of course. But uh, <laughs> it's at Jordo Gonzo, J-O-R-D-O-G-O-N-Z-O, and the same for Instagram. Uh, nice. If you follow me, be warned, I tweet very random things and then an insane amount of Houston sports. Houston and Tottenham. Oh, yeah. And then... Very depressing or very elated Tottenham. It's one of the two. Never in between. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Don't ask right. him which Spurs are good and which are bad. Oh, yeah. Well, bo- well both are bad now. So. This is true. <laughs> all um, right. So I appreciate yeah. – thanks, Jordan, again. Uh, appreciate yeah. all you listening out there. Thanks for uh, following along and listening, especially if you're still listening to this episode because it's an hour and 45 long minutes long. Uh, you can follow us on social media. At Stiffs McGee. And at Daniel J. Ford. And you can follow the show at the LOTL Podcast. <laughs> what? I'll 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 tell you after. Uh, We appreciate it again. Uh, We will be back next week and uh, to talk about the divisional round and preview the uh, championship round of the NFL playoffs. And, uh, yeah, so have a good week, everybody. Appreciate you guys listening. We'll talk to you next week. See you.